Yeah, what up everybody? Welcome back. Welcome for your first time, whatever the case may be. I appreciate you guys being here. We've got episode 20. I'm still just a baby, but that's a bit of a milestone because some people have OCD and like to count by tens, right? Like you want to hit that mile marker and right now 20 is a mile marker for me. It's pretty dope. Pretty cool. Uh, podcast seems to be getting a little bit of momentum. I've got some awesome people behind the scenes helping me out. Custom Craven, shout out to you. Katrinka, Brendan, uh, the whole crew. Um, it's uh, it's really humbling to have uh, just people who who believe in me, believe in the podcast, and like stuff that's going on and. and want to invest their time in me it's really cool and uh some good things are coming out for the podcast you guys we've got a kc game con which is like an esports convention here in kansas city i am going to be their uh quote-unquote official podcaster for the event uh and so that's kind of cool that's going to be different i am going to take the studio mobile and uh i haven't quite exactly figured out everything that i'm going to be able to do but I'm basically going to try and bring uh I'm trying to bring most of what I can. You know, I can't bring the table and the walls and TV all that stuff, but like the mics and the computer, maybe a couple cameras and I don't know we're going to uh try something different. It should be exciting. Uh so look for that. That'll be sometime in early December that should be coming out. Um and anyways, let's uh let's talk about today's guest. Uh Brandon Patrick. He is a professional comic. This is what he does. This is all that he does. And uh, he is uh, Kansas City's best comic. And he came on Kansas City's best podcast. Why wouldn't he? And I appreciate him taking the time and dropping in and having a fun conversation. Like I never, this was the first time I met him. And uh, we had a great conversation, a good time. This dude's hilarious. Uh, you guys are going to find that out. He's got some good stories. He's just easy to talk to. He's got a cool, uh, just cool background. Uh, I really hope that he'll come back on the podcast. We had to cut it a little bit short. I say that, but this is like a two-hour podcast. Um, but his manager that, we, that was he was with here had to go, uh, had other engagements that uh, they had to go to. So, But we got a good long conversation. Check him out everywhere. It's uh, Brandon Comedy. Go to brandoncomedy.com. Anywhere on social media, just Brandon Comedy. And uh, you can find his stuff. He's got a special that he did. I think it's called 30 for 30 for 30. And uh, you can buy it on iTunes and I think Amazon. You can get on his website. And uh, dude, when this uh, when his special released, it was like number two on, on the iTunes charts. That's huge. That's huge. Who can say that? Only one other dude said he did better than that. I mean, so check him out. Um, he's also had a, has, he's recorded another special, and there's talks about putting it up on Netflix. Dude, get on this guy now before he blows up, and you can and you can be the one that says, "Yo." I was a fan of Brandon's before he blew up. Before, you know, before he is who he is now, I was I a was fan of his way back in the day. 
So get on that now, you guys. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. I had a blast doing it. And um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. This is like uh, so. This is like the third intro that I've had to do for the podcast. I've had a couple uh, computer issues. Uh, eh, you guys don't care about that. Um, we got a new intro song too. You're about to hear and drop. I think it needs to be tweaked a little bit, but it's. I like it. It sounds good, and I am uh, just rambling at this point. Remember, you guys, if you guys don't like the intro. Uh, just fast forward until you hear the song and then boom, we're into the episode. Uh, that's all you got to do. And, uh, I guess I have to use this time. Oh, one more thing. What? Two more things. First, rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. I'm still looking for rates and reviews on iTunes. I don't know if that helps you grow or not, but I think it does. People, all the podcasters everywhere else are always asking for it. So I think that's what I'm supposed to do. You guys, rate and review this thing on uh, iTunes for me. That'd be awesome. I would uh, appreciate it. You know, you guys are getting this thing for free. That takes you 30 seconds. Even trade-off. Let's do it. And, uh, oh, the last thing. If you want to make this a uh, little bit more of an interesting podcast, grab yourself some drinks. Um, Maybe not hard alcohol because that'll probably really... uh, You'll be hungover the next day. But maybe a good couple hard high alcoholic high alcohol content beers and every time either me or brandon says popeyes take a drink or a shot that'll add a whole nother element to this episode anyways without any further ado this is episode 20 brandon casey's top comic patrick time for neanderthal I think we're going live now. Here we go. Uh, hello, my name is Ryan Westa. This is Neander Talk Podcast. Sweet, sweet. What's up? I'm Brandon Patrick, comedian. Uh, that's it. That's all I do. Brandon Patrick. Yep, yep. You know, I feel bad for people that have two first names. Why? You miss out on getting called by a last name. I get. How many Brandons were there in your school? A lot. I went to school in Norman, Oklahoma, so it was mostly Brandons. Yeah. Okay. I got Black Brandon. So even if I would have, <laughs> no matter what it would have been, it would have been Black Brandon. That's what it, that's what it became. Because I was the only black kid. Yeah. Oh, really? I was the only black kid in my school until I was, I was in third grade. Until you got, were in third grade? Yeah, then we got two more. <laughs> they were from Africa. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they were like OG black. And you like, like you probably couldn't really relate to them then. No. No, not at That's all. like a completely different culture. And they couldn't even relate to each other. They were from different parts of Africa. Oh, really? They just coincidentally came. Wow. And we were so fucked up, we made them pretend to be cousins. No. Like, <laughs> it was easier for us to believe that they were cousins than for us to believe that two people independently from Africa came to Norman, Oklahoma. So we were like, you guys are cousins, right? Right. And they were like, no. No. And we're like, no, but you're cousins. Yeah. Well, what if they just threw you in there, too? No, they knew that I wasn't like obviously, I, but you know, yeah. I'm brown. They're black. They're like, black, black. Like, like uh, they were like black, black. Somalian or 
Um, Who's the see. blackest of the black? Zach was from Nigerian. No, no, no. He was from. Uh, I was saying they're pretty black, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Sudanese are, are pretty black. There it is. That's oh, right. Sudanese. Sudanese. Um, Uganda's pretty black. Malawi. Um, anywhere in the middle of the country where it's just heat. Heat all the yeah. time. Probably little shade. Very little shade. This dude was. One of the dudes was super black. The other guy was like. <laughs> pretty black and i was just i was hispanic at that point right they were like hey all right wow yeah it was weird i was black brandon yeah why were you in uh norman oklahoma like that's so my mom went to she worked at the college there okay and my dad went to the school so right on that's where i started it and you lived there for most of your life or what i lived there until fifth grade then i moved to new orleans i lived Uh, there for six years and i went back to norman for high school Oh, yeah. by choice? Yeah. Well, so when you grow up around... You want to get right on the mic a little... Oh, my bad. When you grow up around just white people, and then you move to New Orleans, which yeah. was just black people. Right. It was just like such a culture shift, and I got I got picked on like every single day, and it was like, I'm either going to have to start... Wait, in Oklahoma or in... In New Orleans. You got picked on every single day. Yeah. They were like, you're not black enough. And I had you're like, it's not my hair. fault. I right. grew up around white people. Right. What like, am I supposed to do? I had so much facial hair that they thought <laughs> I was an undercover cop. <laughs> so it was just every day. That's funny. I was like, okay, all right. I need to go back to. Oh, wow. So it like it really affected you. It wasn't oh, yeah. like they weren't like playing with you. They were like for no, real. It was like a for real. Oh, like, oh that's like like real bullying. Yeah. It was like you're not going to make it throughout the day. Without someone fucking with you. Really? Like, I don't think I ever made it through a day without. Damn. Some level of, like, my safety being checked, you know? And so I was like, let me just go back to what I know. Did you have any friends? Yeah, I had a bunch of friends from Oklahoma still that I kind of kept touch with. No, I mean, like, in New Orleans when you went there. Did you? No, I didn't make any. I had, like, I had a few. So I ended up going to a private school for a little bit, Mm -hmm. which was more white people uh, as mostly white people but then i just had some discipline problems from like having to fight all the time yeah so like i just kind of had that fighter mentality where like if anyone like slighted me in any way it was like a little chip on your shoulder yeah plus at that age you got your hormones going crazy just all boys and you're frustrated all boys school oh shit it was Yeah. yeah it was fights all the time so they're like you gotta yeah you can't be here but we had, I was in band, so I'd made friends with some girls that were in the other school's band, because our bands combined. Okay. And so, I had those, I'm still friends to this day with some of those people. But nice. Like, nah, I didn't really have a lot of friends, so I was happy to get rid of it. Yeah. And I, I lived in New Orleans up until like age 16, so I never got to see fun New Orleans. Until what, like, what years? How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 30 now. You're 30 so, now? Yeah. Okay. So we're talking 2002. Okay. Because I think when I, now I left in 2005. Now I left in 2004. Yeah. And then I did two years in Oklahoma. I did college. But I just now went back to New Orleans as an adult. Yeah. I was like, oh, this town is fucking dope. There's so much fun to be had here. Like. When you're not getting picked on every day. When you're not getting picked on. And when you're like (laughs) able to buy alcohol, you're able to just walk the streets and like. There's no problems. Dude, yeah. I would live there now. Yeah. I would live That'd there. That'd get old. 
It would. It would get that'd uh, get old real quick. We still have a house there. Um, that's far enough away from it, from like Bourbon Street and all that. Right. That I think I could dig it, but I don't know. I don't think comedy is very strong in New Orleans. New Orleans is a music town. Right. It's always gonna be. Right. So. I actually uh, I went to high school in Louisiana myself. Where at? Uh, Shreveport area. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, we went to. I remember my first uh, my first trip to New Orleans, and I was about probably sixteen. Yeah. And it was it was with one of those cool moms. You know what I mean? Yep. So she didn't give a fuck. Dude, New Orleans is so unregulated. Oh. This and this was and this was in the nineties. This probably would have been ninety six, ninety five. Yep. Completely different era. Even completely different than what, what you probably oh, grew yeah. up in. Like I'm telling you, it was looking back on it now, that shit was like the wild, wild west. I mean, it I was sixteen and I was a fresh faced little cutie just I mean, if a priest walked by, he was snatching me up oh, real yeah. quick. And they just let me buy alcohol. Yeah. Everywhere. Just walking the street, Anywhere. you're walking by cops with uh, hurricanes. Hurricanes yeah. is the big drink down there. It's like five bucks, and it'll. It's just like all one fifty one, basically. It's yeah. like, that's what it tastes like. Hurricanes and I think hand grenades are the other one. Yeah, and you can just. It's one of the only places you can buy something in a bar and then walk, walk right to another out. bar. Yeah, it's like, dude, I don't know if that's a good idea, man. Like, <laughs> well, they had it was when I was there. They had. So now if you just go go down to Power and Light, there's people selling hot dogs and bratwursts on carts. They had that on Bourbon Street with, out with, with daiquiris and stuff. Yeah. Just little carts. Just here you go. And you just, it was, yeah. It, Bourbon Street is like people a lot of times, I think, they know it's kind of a party town, but they don't know. They're not prepared. And they think they just think Mardi Gras is like once a year. Dude, it's almost, it's, there's not a parade there every day, but every day is Mardi Gras down there. It is yeah. just it's you can all. have a parade any day. Yeah. You just call them up and say, I want to have a parade. <laughs> and you can just have a parade. Right. New Orleans is wild, dude. It is. I. It's hard to believe it's part of the U.S. Like, it feels like. Even now, it's been a long time since I've been back. I'd love to go back and, and experience that yeah. as an adult. It feels like a foreign country that a bunch of Americans moved to. Because the language is a little bit different. Yep. It's a little bit slower. Like, I couldn't imagine being from somewhere fast like New York and, and then going, going down to there. New Orleans. Because New Orleans, they're so relaxed. It's like, I remember ordering food and it took so long to get there. But I was getting mad. Oh, I was yeah. was like, oh, they, yeah, you just, you just wait. Yeah. You just, until it happens. And that's when it happens, you know? Like, don't. Don't be in a rush for anything in New Orleans, you know. That's for sure. Did you uh, do you miss the Did you miss the food? Did you eat good yeah. when you were down there? Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. So that's like the big. Isn't that the hardest thing to move away from? Is just oh yeah, and then go back to Norman, where like Oklahoma is not known for anything culinary, right? And Louisiana is big on seafood and like mm -hmm. all of that, and so to flavor, even, yeah, just straight flavor. Not even have seafood as an option. Yeah, was definitely a hit. You know, it was like. Like McDonald's is kind of suffering in like New Orleans, like all those fast oh, yeah. food places, because it's like, why would you go there? Ooh, how's like uh, what's 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 the Louisiana one? Popeyes. 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 Doing well. It does it do good down there. Popeyes doing well. All right, because because people, 
who don't want all of the flavor, they'll go to Popeye's. Lucy and a fast. Yeah, they'll yeah. go there. Because <laughs> it's, it's like just like authentic enough to where they're like, I'm still getting the experience. It's like, you're not, but okay. Right. Yeah. Like, this is a very commercial product. It's so. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's hard to get. People often, you know, they say often imitated, never duplicated. I mean, like, have you? I'm sure you've been to Jazz, Louisiana Kitchen. Yeah. That ain't. I mean, it's it's if you got a craving for it, it'll itch that craving. It's it'll close. scratch that craving for a minute, but it's nothing like yeah, it's nothing like the real thing. The one in Lawrence used to do a comedy show, and if you did the comedy show, you got a fifty dollars gift certificate. Dang! And I was like, I'm just gonna use this all tonight, and I just got a bunch <laughs> of shit that I remembered from being a kid. I was like, boudin balls, yeah, throw them in, catfish, throw it in, yeah, gumbo, throw it in, jambalaya, yeah, and it was all close enough. To where I was like, yeah, I mean, this is, it's not like the restaurants I know, but it's. Right. It's close. Yeah. Like I'm saying, yeah, it'll. It's like the Applebee's version. There you go. That's of, a great uh, comparison. Yeah. yeah. It's like a New Orleans Applebee's. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I like that. It'd be a good place to go if you were about to go to New Orleans and you wanted to see if you could handle it. Handle it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But New Orleans will make something so spicy and not tell you about it. Like, as a kid. Oh, yeah. They'll just expect they'll you just to. be like, oh, you can't handle this that? This is how we eat it. Get used to it. It's like, yeah, oh, this is only hot. It's like, yeah, that's, that's what we like. Yep. It's like, oh, okay, cool. It is cool. I I love spice. You know, funny thing is, yeah, we kind of have a, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I went from a super, I went from a, a culture shock, too, from the west side of South Dakota. Okay. So I had was living there and then moved to Louisiana. And so where where I went from not really seeing any black people to getting put right into the mix. Right in the middle. Shreveport's Boom, here we go. There's a base there, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Shreveport's an interesting place in that it's like it's almost East Texas in a little bit. It is. You know what I mean? It like is. It almost yeah. feels like Texas. Yep. Because it definitely doesn't feel like New Orleans. It's 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 definitely not as southern yeah. as once you go a little further down, like maybe. Once you hit Baton Rouge. Bat- I was just going to say Baton Rouge. Yeah, it turns yeah. into like, oh, this is a different place. Yeah, this, we're, we're, yeah we're not in America yeah. anyway. Yeah, this is, yeah. We Even need to be Baton careful. Baton Rouge, two degrees, got the school. So, like, that's kind of a weird melting pot of, like, right different, you know. Because people just go to LSU from anywhere, so it's not necessarily like the southern yeah thing that New Orleans has become. Like New Orleans is such a weird place. It is a weird place. It's such a weird place. Like it's got such a weird history. Yeah, and it's got just weird shit going on. Any any think about any of the places that heavily involve voodoo. Yep. And how weird those places are. I mean, you can't you can't pretend that's not having some kind of effect on on a on everything. Yeah. And you see it everywhere. Like. We went for my grandma's funeral earlier in the year, and WrestleMania was in town. Nice. They're doing WrestleMania in New Orleans. Nice. And so people were dressed up as like wrestlers. And uh, like yeah, yeah. My sisters had never seen New Orleans really, and they're like, "Oh, you know, is that?" I'm like, "That's that's both unusual and typical." <laughs> right. Like, yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't WWE, it would be something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. They might all be dressed like Batman or Captain America or something. Or a like, cosplay. Yeah, there's something going to happen. A furry, those furries. furries 
Man, I've never actually had an encounter with them, but I dream of it. I've I've seen furries in the wild. Man, it's not. It's not as pretty as I uh, imagine. You think? Well, it's okay. So is it kind of hot? No, a little bit. Not to me. So you're interacting with a person who doesn't have a face. Right. You can't see their face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're interacting with someone, and they have a painted on smile, but you don't know. You can't read intent. You can't uh, yeah. read their action. You don't know what's going on yeah. behind the dinosaur head or whatever <laughs> it is. And it's just this smiling thing interacting with you. And it's like this this person could rob me. They could stick me up. Like anything could happen. <laughs> and I, you know, it's because I can't read this person. Sure. It's a, it's a weird, unnerving thing to encounter a furry. Huh. Especially a group of them, you know, they kind of surround you like four of them. And it's like, dude, what is this? What are you doing, weirdo? Yeah. I can't Why even, aren't you dressed up? Yeah. I can't even hurt this person. Like, <laughs> yeah. And there's padding everywhere. Like, oh, dude. Avoid furries. I used <sighs> to have to. I used to work at the Red Robin and Liberty. Um, Red Robin. Yum. Yeah. And uh, the worst thing you could do is have to be the bird. Because we never cleaned that costume. I didn't know you guys had a bird. Yeah, there's a bird. Uh, huh. What's the bird do? Does he give balloons away or something? He gives out balloons, and he gives out, like, I think it was just balloons. But he, like, hugs kids and stuff. And, like, the thing is, if you're a server, your thing is you got to flip tables fast. You know, you got to. Oh, yeah. But then you got to go be a bird. Servers a had to bit. be the bird? Servers had to be the bird. Oh, no. I ain't having none of that. Yes. Yeah, so I was a server for a while, and I wouldn't even sing birthday songs with the with the people. Birthday songs suck, man. Yeah, I don't do that shit. It's like, dude, I don't. I ain't getting in no fucking bird. Yeah. No, dude. Woo! It was hot. It wasn't cleaned. Right. So it just smelled like the last person's sweat, and you just got to walk around the entire perimeter of the restaurant, high-fiving, hugging kids. Right. And it's like. That's 30 minutes out of your day. Dang, 30 minutes? Just about, yeah, from like set up to put out. Like oh, that, yeah. That you're not talking to your tables. So it's like yep. you're just throwing away all those tips because yep. you're, not, you're not getting them. You're not. Dude, it was excruciating. Did the kids love it? It was a mix of like love and fear because kids <laughs> really can't handle that. They yeah. really like they just can't. Yeah. And then some kids, they just love it. Okay. But then you get complaints because, like, that ha- the head gets really hot. Yeah. Because you know, all the heat rises. Right. Head gets super hot. Um, so as soon as you get behind the little break, you want to take that head off. And, you know, your manager's like, you can't take the head off till you get <laughs> away from like, the kids where they can't see you. And I remember one time I was like, fuck it, I'm taking the head off. I took the head <laughs> off. And then, like, three kids were just freaking out. Really? Just like. They thought that I had killed <laughs> the bird. Like, like you were some kind of parasite yeah, bursting like out of its head. out of it. And they were like, <laughs> dude, it was awful. And then I got fired from that job. So. Oh. Yeah. I got fired from most jobs. Really? Yeah. Are they always your fault? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What's I mean, like the best? Are you any good stories were like I went out. Fu- yeah, this was I, I got fired and it was it was worth it. Like, did you have any? Oh yeah. So my first CD I recorded last year is all about me getting fired from different jobs. So like one job, um, the guy tried to fire me for what did he try to fire me for? I can't remember what he tried to fire me for. He tried to fire me. He writes the paperwork. Oh, you know what it was? Okay, so every Wednesday, I worked at a place called Groupon. Oh, yeah, I know Groupon. Yeah, every Wednesday at Groupon, we would have a pizza party. 
Nice. So you go in the break room, pizzas. And this is Chicago, so it was like different pizzas. Oh, legit pizza. So it was always great pizza. And this is like five weeks I'm having great pizzas. Week six, I'm like, I'm not even bringing lunch, you know? Yeah. I know it's about to happen. (laughs) You know, week seven, I don't bring my lunch because I know. I know what it is. Right. And there's no pizza. (laughs) I was like, okay, it's late. Not a big deal. And I'm talking to this girl. She's like, you didn't read your email? I was like, I've never read any of my emails. <laughs> like, I don't think I even set my email up. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, we stopped pizza parties. Oh, no. I was like, nah. <laughs> nah. No, not today. So I know that there's a place called Giordano. Giordano's. I've heard of that. That's a famous one, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the big one. What's the other one? Isn't there another competing one? What's the, what is it? Godfather's. Godfather's? GGO's. Yeah, okay. I've Yeah, I've heard of those ones. Yeah, but Giordano's was like... If you're going to take a tourist to Chicago, that's where you take them. It's that deep dish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a lasagna, basically. So I was like, I know that they'll deliver a pizza. I know they'll deliver a bunch of pizzas. We were getting paid pretty well. Yeah. So I'm like, now nah, we're going to have a pizza. <laughs> and I'm, I send out like this chat to everybody, like, hey, what kind of pizza do you want? And nobody responds. I'm like, guys, come on. What kind of pizza do you want? Right. Nobody responds. I'm like, all right, now I'm going to make it like asshole mode. So I ordered six pizzas. Wow, that's nice of you. Delivered to Groupon from Andrew, who was our supervisor, to Brandon. So all the pizzas said to Brandon on them. So people would walk by my desk and like, oh, you got the pizzas? I'm like, yeah, but you said you don't want me. So. <laughs> oh, damn. So I'd like lick them and I'd throw the slice away. Damn. Like just to be an asshole. Damn. Like just to be like, yo, you took this from me and then you didn't participate. You you don't get to hang. Whew. And so people were getting pissed, and they were, like, messaging Andrew, like, hey. And it smells good. Pizza's Uh, smelling up the whole place, and they wanted that pizza so bad. Open seating, so everyone smells it. Oh, shit. They're messaging him, like, dude, what the fuck? Brandon's the worst employee. Like, why would you reward him? Like, (laughs) we're going back and forth. He was away from his desk, so he comes back to his desk, like. (laughs) Right, flooded of emails. And so he's like guys i don't know what this is i i don't know what happened i'm like you know exactly what happened and I take a picture of the receipt it says from andrew to brandon i'm like just admit i'm your favorite just to be a dick and he's like he's freaking out and he's like kind of a coward so he's like all right guys um next week everyone can have like a one topping pizza of their choice I'm like, one topping? Yo, I'm over here sitting on Flavortown. Like, <laughs> are you telling me you like me more than the whole team? That's crazy. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine, fine, fine. Everyone gets whatever pizza they want. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Pizza party's back. And so I go I go home. I come back the next day. He's like, I need to talk to my office. I go to his office. He's got on the paper, like on the desk, termination papers. He's like, I need you to sign these. And I was like... Nah, I got stuff to do. Yeah. I just walked away. He's like, you have to sign it. I'm like, if I sign it, I'm fired, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm just not going to sign it. Yeah. Then. I just went back to work. And he was like, probably for two hours <coughs> confused because like he thought he was going to fire me. Yeah. And I just said no. No, you're not going to. Not today. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> And I just saw like everyone from HR going to his office, coming out, like going in. Like, he was consulting, like, what yeah. do I do if this guy says he doesn't want to be fired? Like, <laughs> And so, finally, they called me up to the sixth floor, which is where HR is. Uh-huh. And 
it's like this room where there's like a big ass table. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, first thing, guys, how'd you get this table in this room? <laughs> like, this is not the time to talk about the table. <laughs> and I was like, no, you're about to fire me. So like, this is the best time to talk about the table. <laughs> I'm not gonna get another shot yeah, at talking like, about this, this table. Only chance. It's gonna I'll bother me the rest of my life. How yeah. did you? <laughs> and they were like, okay, it's several different segments. We put them together in the room. I was like, that's all you had to say. That's all you had to say. Holy shit. <laughs> so they were like, so do you know what this is about? I'm like, yeah, he wants to fire me. And they're like, you know why he wants to fire you? I was like, because I threw a fake pizza party. <laughs> and they were like, we said it was insubordination. I'm like, no, it's about a pizza party. I'm like, well, you, what? I'm like, yeah, I threw a fake pizza party, and he's really upset about it. <laughs> and so they called him. They're like, Andrew, why are we terminating uh, Brandon? He's like, okay. Brandon do a fake real pizza party. <laughs> and they were like, you can't use those two words. Back like that. And he's like, well, do a fake pizza party. But it became a real pizza party. <laughs> and they're like, Andrew, you can't fire someone for that. Like, that's not that's not in the handbook. Right. Like, that's, that's being a dick. Yeah. You can't fire someone for that. And he's like, oh, so I can't fire him? And they're like, no. I'm like, wait, I'm not fired? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh man tight holy shit so they didn't fire me so i got to go back to work and then he like later found some bullshit like oh you were late of course he did like dude he was on the hunt of course that. it was like two weeks i knew i knew once i walked out of that office oh like, yeah it's on like yeah. he's gonna find something any little thing yep <laughs> he got me like because he started writing me up for shit like he used to never write me up but he was like you didn't put your name tag on your lunch bag. I would have I would have gone after him for some kind of harassment. I shouldn't care. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's one of those things. where. I mean, like, I guess it depends on what, if that's your job that you're wanting to be at for a real long time or yeah, not. But. No, I, I didn't. Yeah. Like the the average tenure there was like one year. So oh, OK. I, I yeah. knew that I wasn't going to make a career out of. Right. Groupon customer service. So <laughs> it's like, hey, bye. Peace out. <laughs> yeah. No job I can find. Yeah, and I ended up working for Uber Corporate for a while, which was a pretty sweet gig. Yeah. That's probably the only job I never got fired from. You just quit it? Yeah. Well, my dad got sick back in Kansas City, and so I came back here. But that's the only job I think I've had as an adult that I didn't get fired from. Is Kansas City home to you now? Or For now, yeah. For now? You don't yeah. kind of a gypsy, just kind of claim a few different spots? Dude, I could live anywhere. Yeah. I really think I could live anywhere. That's the shit. I'm the same way. Like, I was in Manhattan this weekend. I was like, I could fucking live here. I've never been. Really? Really. I, I, I think I would freak out a little bit. It's big. Right? Is it yeah. scary? What, what? When was the first time you've been there? Do you remember, like, the first time going there? Was it kind of overwhelming? First time was last January. Yeah? It was definitely overwhelming. You look up a lot. Yeah. Like you're just mostly, oh, okay. <coughs> you're not used to like, even if you think you're used to big buildings, you're not. Right. You're not. Not to that scale, like huh? Go walk around downtown Kansas City and you're looking up a little bit. Oh, like, yeah. Dude. And then like with New York, you'll just see some shit that you've seen from a movie <sighs> or like a TV show. Oh, like, yeah. How fun would oh, that be? That? Like you're just walking. And so I did a club called Caroline's last year. Okay. Yeah, I know York. that. Yeah. And that's Louis C.K. club, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 he's there a lot. Um, a block from Caroline's in Manhattan is um, Times Square. 
Oh, wow. It's that close. Yeah, it's like right there. Nice. And so I didn't know that. Yeah. I got a hotel, cheap hotel, 80 bucks. Really? On like right off Times Square. Wow. And I was like, okay. But like I'm walking, I'm like, that's that's where TRL used to be. Oh, yeah? That's where this used to be. That's nice. that. Like you just start seeing the stuff. You're like, dude, that's, this is everything I recognize from like movies and shit. I want to go and I want to see all the uh, old school Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie scenes. Yeah. They're there. I bet they are. Don't, uh, I made the mistake. So I wear Jordans a lot. Yeah. I just got into Jordans and I had like this brand new pair of Jordans. I was riding the train with them and I, I was very drunk. And this dude like just walked behind me. He was like, hey man, what's your size? Oh no. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I know what that means. <laughs> I was like, uh, nine. He was like too small homie and they like walked off like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, they're really tens but i was like uh, right i would have looked at his feet and guessed and yeah. guessed way off yeah i was like dude <laughs> yeah i can't be making these mistakes anymore yeah wow and that's like, no yeah it's like small stuff like that and like however fast you think you should be walking at any given time you need to walk twice that fast just about like i was damn near running to keep up with because what happens is there's like a mob of people walking. Uh, yeah, you see that. And you get like stuck in this mob, almost like Mardi Gras. That's what I'm saying. I'd be overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah you get stuck in this mob. And it's like, if you're going too slow, you're getting pushed. Really? Like, uh, there's no patient people in New York. Like even the nicest, kindest, like sweetest small woman is like, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> like, okay. Wow. People aren't polite there. Like, yeah. That's like a stereotype. But like people are not polite there. Like you... Small courtesies like please and thank you, please and thank you. That's gone. Like, Holding the door open for people, yeah. Smiling at people that pass is gone. Like, um, asking for directions is like super taboo. Really, don't ask for directions from anybody under 45, I would say. Under 45, under don't, 40, it's not worth it. Really, it's not worth it. What are they gonna do to you? They're not gonna do anything to you. They're I mean, just, what are they gonna you know, say? They're just gonna look at you like, Pfft. hey man, you got a fucking phone, right? You know. Yeah, like, this day and age, I guess. Why too. would you ask anybody? But then you ask someone over 45, <clears throat> and they're like, they assume you're local. So they give you like, all right, go up 128th to 144. And it's like, I, okay, I'll, I'll, just, I'll get the map. <laughs> That's the confusing thing is it's so many numbers that go both ways. Yeah, so the I don't understand that. The streets go one way and the avenues go the other way. Oh. Streets are north and south. Avenues are east-west. Okay, that's, that makes more sense. So like you could be like 122nd and 2nd. And it's like, but, that's, that's confusing. Yeah. But if it's 102nd Street and 104th Avenue or whatever. Yeah, it's like street first and avenue. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That's the way you give directions there. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I guess that's why New Yorkers are, they just have that, you know a New Yorker when you. Oh, yeah. You know a New Yorker. That's why it really is just a whole crazy culture just built in all kinds of things, even to the way they walk, like how Dude. fast they walk. And so there's like 30 neighborhoods on Manhattan alone mm -hmm. and they're all different. And so like you're walking and then it's like, yo, why are these signs in Spanish? And oh like, yeah. Oh, that's where they live. And like, you just look around and it's like, oh, these neighborhoods are like, it's very ethnically done. So like Hell's Kitchen, Irish, you know, right. Harlem, black, Spanish, Harlem, Hispanic, uh, little Cuba, Cuban, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's Chinatown, very, Chinatown, Koreatown. Like it's all very much that. But then there's like the gentrifiers who were like, 
also there. Oh, fuck them. So, like... Aren't they the worst? Aren't they just... They're fascinating because, like... They are. That's a good word. Historically, like, bad neighborhoods. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, like, my my hotel strategy for a long time was Tinder. Like, I would just get to a town, and it's like, all right, who can I smash and crash? Right, 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 right. Yeah. No standards, just a place to stay. Boom, 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 boom. And I remember... That's what I would be like, too. Yeah, I remember... Third night I was there. How many bullets did you have to buy? None. Come on. None. There wasn't any like, just like, hey, I do not want to, but damn, I have got to have a bed tonight. Closest I got was there was a cute girl. She's in Bed-Stuy, which is Brooklyn. Okay. Which is like, it's like an hour by train. I get there. And if you have a roach in your house... You know there's probably five more roaches somewhere. Yeah. But you certainly don't see those five roaches. Nope. I got to this chick's house. She was with me on the train. We're walking back. We get into her apartment. We turn the light on, and they scatter. It looked like the carpet moved. Oh, my gosh. Yo, what's that? She's like, oh, those are roaches. I was like, "Mm, not a fan of that. And then we got to her bedroom, and her bed was on the floor. Oh, fuck Nah, I'm going back. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I went. And that's why I got the hotel in Times Square. Yeah, I was like I can't do it. I can't do it. Wow. Um, but then I met this girl the next night. And she had, she worked in advertising. She had a penthouse and or not a penthouse, but like a really nice, like beautiful ass spot. And she was like, "We're gonna hook up, and then you're gonna go down the hall to your room." Ooh. I was like, okay. She's like, that room has everything. It's got a disposable razor, toothbrush, soaps, like shampoos, wow. whatever you need <clears throat> for the day. But like, I'll be gone by the time you wake up. Um, let yourself out on the way out. Talk to the concierge. She'll get you a card or wherever you need to. That go. is a unicorn. I was like, and you're gonna fuck me, right? Oh my god! Wow. She was incredible. She had. Did you Her, find her at the end of a rainbow? Like, where did like that's insane? You don't. That's. It was like. I mean, I guess I believe luck. you, but that's insane. No, it was luck. Wow. It was. It was one of those situations where it was like. She was a fan of comedy. She worked in advertising. I do comedy, and I was in advertising like tangentially. Yeah. So she knew we'd have something to talk about, and she knew like like when I do tender, I tell them like, hey, I'm here from this date to this date. Like, she knew I wasn't going to be, like, a stalker. Like, right. hey, you know, can I come back? Like, but, dude, came to the club, we hung out, took a car back to her place. Her place had, like, window views, like, ceiling to floor windows. Wow. Of, like, Central Park. I'd have been taking pictures. <laughs> now I had to put my phone in a basket. <laughs> I bet you did. Yeah, she was, like. I bet. She has a very good job, and she was, like, I can't. Yeah. You know? No, I understand. I like, I'm sure you did, yeah. Like, whatever. Like, but I'm, Under yeah. ideal circumstances, I would be telling you to put your phone up. You yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, but hey, one day. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, she was amazing. She had like I went to her bedroom or to my bedroom in her place. Right. It was a terry cloth. Uh, Cheese rag. Like a no, 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 no. Like a the. What are they called? Robe. Oh yeah. Just for like after the shower, <laughs> like super nice sheets. Um. The whole room had like Google Home, so you could turn the TV on and like, wow. dude, I was like, this is, this is some throwaway shit. But then I started getting paranoid. I was like, yo, if she has this, 
like how many dudes are coming through like if she has oh she's a professional yeah, every she's done this she does no she hasn't done this she does this, yeah, this, is, well, she, this is her <laughs> second occupation yeah i mean i ain't mad at it you gotta look at it like she's like this is a need i need fulfilled yep i'm not gonna do it with just some any random yep i want someone that's you know i can talk to and then yeah that's awesome and then like sequester him off to his own yeah I mean, we wouldn't be upset about that if it was a dude doing stuff like that. I'm you not know, even upset. Not, I just... But you even think about it. Looking at the transactional nature of it, it's like, dude, that's well thought out. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, I don't have anything like that. I have, at best, a little toothbrush you can have at my place, but I don't have a separate room for you to go to oh, to yeah. collect yourself, you know? I got a uh, size 12 boot. Yeah. No, she was I like, <laughs> I just don't like people sleeping in the same bed as me. I wish I could see the face of it. This is new. I uh, This is interesting. I'm going to interrupt. We've got like two yeah, yeah. Pe- two other people in the room here, and it's like interesting, and I love it. <laughs> but it's like I feel like, I don't know. You guys want to say hi real quick? We got, One of them's totally hidden. We got Brendan, and we got uh, She's not. somebody else hiding. <laughs> you don't want to be like, you no, never see her. No. So I just completely started talking to you and you're a comedian yeah we should talk about that like yeah that's dope how long you been like how long would you call yourself a comedian Uh, like nine years total oh okay so you're starting to get into it like isn't don't they say kind of like 10 years and that's when you kind of start really hopefully like (laughs) that'd be nice maybe not blow up but i mean like start really feeling your chops and like i've put 10 years in like you really yeah i mean i'm definitely the best (laughs) in the city this city yeah without even thinking about it really yeah nice i wouldn't but that doesn't mean anything to me. You know what I mean? That's just it's a stop on the road. But like. Well, Kansas City is a fairly good comedy town, right? Sometimes. Um, I mean, like. It comes and goes. A lot of people move out um, and go to different places. But as far as like there's a couple clubs here and there's like people seem to enjoy yeah. it, right? Like they come out and support it, Not right? locally. They'll come to the club. Like they'll go to the improv and see comedy, but they won't go up. So I used to have a show at the Rhino. Okay. I guess year. I assumed. I, all I know is uh, Stanford and Sons and the Improv. Yeah, Stanford's closed. Oh, they are. Yeah, all those dudes died. Um, Wait, oh yeah, we've got oh we got yeah, yeah. up here on the uh, on the screen here. Okay, so we got Improv Comedy Club. That's real. Uh, Casey Improv Company. That's like Improv Improv. Like I have heard right? about that. Yeah. yeah. Same with Comedy City. That's not like stand up. Those two bottoms you aren't stand up. Okay. But. I mean, they're cool places. I've been to both of them. Okay, that's what I was assuming yeah. as far as Kansas City comedy. I didn't. So what's the Rhino? The and Rhino is a music venue Okay. Um, on Armor Road up north. Oh, up north Kansas City. Show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We used to have a show every set. Our last show was yesterday. Okay. But we just had to kill it because no one was coming, you know. Mm. It was, we'd be paying guys to come from out of state, you know. It's like, here's 500 bucks. And then we would just eat 500 bucks because no one would come at the door. Oh. And it's like, dude, we got to find a better way. Yeah. And we just never did. It's really hard to get. With stand-up comedy, the quality varies so highly. Like, you don't know if someone's just going to offend your sensibilities and not be funny about it. So a lot of people yeah. just don't take that risk. Or Especially they go this day and age, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's. Or they'll see something that they know. Like, they'll know that it's proven, like, they'll go to a comedy club because the comedy club's not going to have, you know, just whatever. Yeah. It's going to be a thoroughly vetted, you know, tested thing. And so 
a lot of people just aren't willing to take a shot on local comedy. And it sucks. It really sucks because there are funny locals, but they're not getting that chance yeah. in front of an actual audience. It's your friends. And I, I'm very big on your friends aren't your fans and your fans aren't your friends. Like, Sure. You're, you you're not going to get the opinion, a, a truthful opinion. You just have to draw a clear line. I mean, it's right. just not... It's not safe or uh, fair uh, to treat them interchangeably. Right. You know? Like, um, I say that and I still fuck fans, but. <laughs> you got to. Why have them? Yeah. You know, like, if you really love what I do. Uh, yeah. Love some other stuff I do, which is, you know, it's. I mean, that's one of the reasons you get into it, I imagine. For sure. I mean. For sure. Perks. The, the appeal of like meeting new people in different cities <coughs> it's huge right you know um uh i've seen it destroy a lot of people's lives because y- you can't really handle it you know i've seen married guys go in and then all of a sudden women are like interested in them that would have never been interested and they got married young yeah and like now like hot women are available yeah like, they might not have been available when they got married sure so you know they're making mistakes, and it's like, dude, you just have to be a professional. Like, yeah, even about like hooking up, you have to be a professional. You have to be, you have to be kind to these people. I mean, you have to really like. <laughs> it, it's more work than you'd think it would be. You know. Okay. You have to put in a lot more work and a lot more effort to not come off as an asshole when you're hooking up. Yeah, because if you come off as an asshole, then like you lost a fan. Well, you lost <laughs> a fan, and the you know what who what story are they gonna tell? Right. You know what I mean? Like, next thing you know, you got a tiny dick and couldn't screw for more than three minutes. Yeah. I mean, anything could happen. Yep. He was an asshole. He beat me. You know, whatever. Right. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you just got to be a good person, you know? And it's it's at odds with wanting to hook up with people. Yeah. Also being a good person. It's like not. Have you had any bad encounters, like any situations afterwards where they kind of you know, had a bad experience or were saying shit or anything like that? Or um, has that had been any issues like that at all? I've had like comedians like say shit about me and be like, oh, he's this, he's that. And it's like, cause they're just being haters or what? I don't know what it is. It's like, but anytime, you know, they've come out with something crazy. I've been like, cool back, you know, like instead of going on the attack, I'm like, okay, explain your side. Right. And then they can't. Yeah, they freeze up when you don't attack them because they're expecting a fight. Okay, and so I go like this girl was like Brandon's a creep. I'm like, how am I a creep? How have I creeped you out? Yeah, you personally. Yeah, and she was like, what? What? I, I've just seen how you interact with other people. I'm like, but what did they say? More about specifically, it? yeah, yeah. Did they say that it was creepy? So you, what? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like put yourself in someone else's shoes and they're not saying anything and like you feel like you have. That's weird, isn't it? If <laughs> People are weird. Yeah, so that usually gets shut down. But, like, um, the only thing I really run into that I kind of hate is, like, I'll hook up with a girl in a city, and then I'll come back to that city, and she's like, oh, we're going to do that again. We're expecting it again. It's like, no, that's what a relationship is. Like, no, like, we can hang out, but, like. I want to try a different flavor. I might be doing something. I might just be on some different shit. Sure. I've been traveling with my Xbox lately. Hell yeah. What you playing? Uh, right now, I've been doing the Fallout beta. I've been doing... It's mostly been Fallout. 
Yeah, it's pretty anticlimactic. I knew you were a gamer just by your yeah. shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not even a gaming shirt, but I just it's knew. It's like a shirt a gamer would wear. It is. I I, I almost wore my Nintendo shirt. Yeah? Yeah. I've been bringing the Xbox on the road a lot more. And so, like, girls like, what's the plan? It's like, the plan is to go back to the hotel and play some video games. <laughs> and wake up before the hotel breakfast is done. <laughs> That's what the plan is. Yep. Nice. And it's like, you're not trying to hook up? No, no, no. That's so much. Work. I'm 30 now. Like, stays are not behind me, but like, huh. they're certainly dwindling. Huh. You know, like as priorities sort of shift. Huh? Yeah. It's like, no, I need to focus on this. I need to just, I need to get four hours of sleep. I need to, you know what I mean? You gotta be professional about it. Yeah. Like I used to be able to just like hook up all night, play video games all day, right? And then go drive 10 hours. Yeah. Now I'm like. I could do one of those things. Yeah. Then I can't do two of them. Like, I did Cincinnati <coughs> three weeks ago. Are you driving to all these gigs? Most of them or what? I'll drive to any, I'll drive anywhere 12 hours. Okay. That makes sense. But that's more about than 12, I'll fly. Right. Yeah, yeah. 12 hours is probably the max. That's like a one day trip. Yeah. And it's, it's a rough day. Yeah. I've done plenty of 12 hour trips. That is about the max where you're like, all right. After a while, I've you done start it. going crazy. Like you're just in a car and you're like, ah, you know. Yeah. I used to, uh, like, if you see this you know, this basket back here, that's yeah, a yeah. Frisbee golf. I don't know if you're aware of that of game course, at all. Okay. Of course. I would, uh, one of the things I would like to do is I would map out my course or map out, you know, my wherever I was going. Like, I've done from here to Arizona, uh, uh, here to Michigan, uh, just a bunch of road Arizona trips. Was like 18, right? Something like it was Tucson. Yeah, it was a two day tripper. Yeah. But I would always, wherever I go, I always go where a Frisbee golf course is, like, halfway in. Okay. And then just play a quick round, like takes an hour if you're going by yourself real fast. So you just, you get the blood moving, you get yeah. a little scenery, you get some exercise and it wakes you up. You're not looking at just a road for eight, six hours or whatever it is. And then you hop back in and it's like, all right, we're starting a whole nother road trip. And it just, wow. it refreshes. It's just, it's something to think about when doing those trips. If you have an extra, out, not, now I'm not saying specifically Frisbee anything, golf. Though. You can yoga. You can do anything. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. Hybrid cars have made. So when I started comedy, I would drive my car. Yeah. Now my car is kind of dying. So I'm like renting a lot. And I'm getting all these hybrids. Hybrids cars have kind of ruined travel for me. How come? Because I can drive 17 hours straight. Uh-huh. And I don't need to get gas. Really? So that's 17 hours that I don't get out of the car. Really? That's a real thing. Or like 15 hours where you don't get out of the car. And it's like, man, that's not good. My I had, car, yeah, like, I would be this. I would, yeah, that would be hard to get out if you could, yeah. My car is like five hours. And it's like, okay, well, you got to put gas in me now. Yeah. But this one, you know, nothing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have a shitty car. I, I didn't know. I didn't know anything about the hybrids that they could go that long. That's insane. They can go, maybe not eighteen, fifteen, but they can go at least twelve. Twelve sick. You know, to I go did. from here to Michigan and want without having to stop to get gas. That's. I did here to Cincinnati, and I got gas one time, and it was only because, you know, you don't know the car. Yeah. So when it hits that bottom quarter, you're like, <laughs> "What does that mean?" Yeah. For me. Right. In this particular car. It had a uh, distance to empty button. Uh, oh, yeah. But after 50 uh, miles, it just started flashing. Like, But it doesn't say the number. It just says low. Okay. And so it's like, 
Well, I don't know what low means. So yeah, it's not my car. Don't do this. Right. But like driving to Cincinnati, I rented the car. This is how crazy my life is. I rented the car. Um, as I'm getting just out of the city, I, you know, I start checking my emails, catching up, because it's, you know, cruise control. Right. Catching up. And then it's like, your receipt to da-da-da, your receipt to da-da-da, your receipt to da-da-da. I'm like, and it's all porn sites. I'm like, oh, my. No. I look, and I check my bank account. I'm negative. I'm like, what just happened? Uh-huh. Dude, my identity got stolen. Like, wow. Not at the, I'm not blaming the car dealership or the <coughs> car place, but I'm just saying, like, at some point, my identity got stolen. And I'm driving, and now I have no money. And I got to get gas. So I call the bank. I'm like, hey, these seven charges are false. Like, right. I got to fix it. I'm on the road. I'm going to have to get gas. Like, we have to fix this ASAP. And she's like, okay, I'll work on it. She's fixing it. She's like, okay, so what I've done is I've suspended your card so they can't use it anymore. I'm like, that doesn't help me. Yeah. Because I need money. Yeah. She's like, oh, we'll just call back in and we'll reactivate the card. It's like, okay. I call back in. I'm like, we can't reactivate cards. I'm like, she said she could. (laughs) She's like, we can't do that. I'm like, no, but you have to do that. Right. And so the process to get a card reactivated for a one-time authorization was, I was on the phone for 45 minutes. I had to do all the like, have you ever bought a boat? What are the last three digits of your first license plate? And it's like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, we can't confirm your identity. Yeah, no one can. Like, no one knows these answers. Right. And so my identity gets stolen. I have a mail a card to the comedy club that I'm going to be at. Um, I do the week. It's fine. I never get the card. So I've been using cash the whole time. Luckily, I have a CD that I sell. So I'm generating a little bit of cash. Oh, nice. You know, over the week. But like, dude, I would have been totally screwed. And then I get back. It's the beginning of November. I get my card. I get everything situated. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, I go out of town. I come back. I went out of town this past week. Card got stolen again. I leave my wallet and a steak and shake. <laughs> I've never left a wallet anywhere. Yeah. I leave my wallet and a steak and shake. It's got my credit card, my debit card. Oh, shit. My driver's license and my Everything. Social. It's got your life in there. It's got everything in there. The and worst thing you could have left would have been in your phone. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got like $180 cash in there. So now, and it was the 180 So... When you rent a car, they put a $150 hold on it. Yeah. So this was to offset that. So like my account was negative for just a day. On Friday, I was like, okay, it'll be negative. Yeah. And then I'll put the money back in when I get back to Kansas City. Dude. Wallet got stolen. No <laughs> money in the account. Super negative. And then I start looking at the credit card. And it's boop, 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 boop. They're using it. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, we got to stop this. Oh, wow. So and you just talked to your bank about... Yeah. Know, yeah. So basically in one month, my identity has been stolen twice. Oh. I was like, dude, I just need a break. I need like one thing to go well. It's like... It's an absolute nightmare. And then like doing comedy, like that's the income. You know what I mean? Right. And I've, I've taken most of this month off because I've got... I did two specials last month that I'm editing... Oh, nice. And so I'm like, I want to 
really have the time to focus on editing and like get the stuff looking right and yeah. perfect and it's yeah. a vi- is it a whole video like one it's of them a is a video and the other one is a uh is audio oh sweet so i well, guess both of them are audio um they'll both come out audio but how can people find it when it comes out do you know yet we don't know um we might do netflix really yeah so there's damn like, son there's like a possibility that that could happen wow but there's also like the possibility it could be youtube you know what i mean like right i met the president of comedy dynamics which is like the biggest okay comedy um i guess record label but okay. not record label sure it's more of a production house okay but i met that guy and we had a great conversation and so there's a relationship there i don't know i won't know until i send until i'm looking at the final thing Right. And when I look at the final thing, I'll make a decision as to whether I even want to send that out to them or or not. Because I'm not a thousand percent happy with the footage we have. Yeah. You know? Um, it's good, but it's not great. Yeah. It's not what I wanted exactly. And if it's, it's going on Netflix, you want to make sure it's got to be perfect. Because that could that's how you could blow up. Mm-hmm. And so I might. We have a tentative reshoot date of uh, something in December we would do it around here or what yeah we would do it at the right now um, really I did these in Oklahoma I want to go yeah um, I'll hook you up with that yeah that'd be dope um, we have a tentative date to reshoot the whole thing okay just cause I I went for some different stuff um, I got fired at the beginning of October and that sort of sent me into a, like a little bit of a depression and then I just got fat. I mean, I've always been kind of fat, but I got like, this is like the fattest I've ever been. Yeah. But I was talking to like some producers and stuff and they're like, you have to look as young as possible. If well, you're fat makes you look young. It did, but it also, so I shaved all of my beard off. Yeah. So I just look like a different Do person. you usually rock a beard? Yeah. I usually try to. Yeah. Or at least some scruff. Yeah. But like. I had no facial hair, and it just looks gross. Like, yeah. I just look fat. It's weird looking at yourself. Yeah. I was like, like I that. Know I know the feeling. I, yeah. I don't know if I like it. Yeah, I so. just chopped off. I had nice set of hair on me, and I just chopped yeah. this off like a week and a half, two ago. Really? All, all for hunting. Okay. You're a big hunter? I am. That's how serious I take my hunting. I alter my looks for it. What do you do, elk? Or? <laughs> I wish. Yeah? I wish. No, uh, just deer and turkey, really. With okay. a, I'm a bow hunter. Wow. And so uh, when hunting with a bow, I, I the deer I shot this last week was 10 yards away. Like, that's nothing. Uh, normal, like, if you're with a rifle, you can shoot them 300 yards away. Oh, of course. I mean, you can go. I could go out there walking, like, looking like the idiot that I am right now, just bright yellow, yep. looking silly. I could go out there and shoot one. But bow hunting, you got to be real. It's discipline. Yeah. And then. This deer, lo- that's how they are, their number one sense is their smell, their sense of smell. They trust that more than they trust their eyes. And your hair holds a lot of uh, odor. And so oh, I, bet. I just shaved it all off so I had a whole lot less odor and wore the right clothing that keeps your scent down and worked, paid off. Nice. Yeah. I know that uh, I've never hunted. I don't know how I just took... Your comedy special and beard to me <laughs> hunting. We can go back to the, no, the beard. I wa- I, no, because I, I want to keep. I'm super interested about your the the special and everything. And yeah. so, so you had to. They wanted you to look younger. Yeah. Well, I and I kind of took that to heart. Like, okay, we're gonna look as young as possible. So, 
I shave the face like baby face. We're talking yeah. safety razor and everything. Right. Like baby face. And I'm looking at the footage now and I'm like, nah, I hate it. Just because it's not you. It doesn't look. It doesn't look like who I am. Yeah. You know, and one thing I really don't like is when you go to a comedy club, older comedy clubs have all the headshots of everyone who's ever been there. Right. And like you look and it's like, Chappelle doesn't look like that anymore. Right. You know, like so-and-so doesn't look like that yeah, anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, ah. So I, I kind of want to make something true to me, but I, I do want to keep with the whole, like, if it's going to be the first thing out, I do want to look somewhat youthful. You know, I don't want this to look like old man Brandon finally did a special, but, you know. You're 30. You're not old. And you don't look old. And entertainment, though, 30 is like, There's, I, that's that point. I've seen some pretty good specials lately come out with some older gentlemen. Oh, for sure. For sure. But that first one. I should have did it five years ago. Would you have been ready five years ago? No. Well, there if you go. I would have been, if I would have had the discipline I have now, five years ago I could have put out something. And, and that's what, when I was saying earlier, it takes about ten years. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's part of the reason. Maybe a lot of people is just for that five years are kind of dicking around and not not being that disciplined. Yeah. And then burning bridges, then, then being the, rude, you know, just. Then you get to that point where, like, holy shit, I do need to probably treat this a little bit. More like an adult. It becomes a job. Like right. When, so I got fired from my job uh, September 27th or something, somewhere around there. And it became a, oh, you have to make an income now. Yeah. So it's like, and I was making good money. I was working in advertising, so I was making decent money. Okay. And I was like, it's going to be very hard to make that money right now. But last month, I made the exact salary I would have made at my job just doing comedy. And I was like, oh, wow. That let me know, like, okay. And then put a little fire under your ass, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like, now you have to do that every <coughs> month, you know? Yeah. Uh, this month sucks, because I'm just, I had already planned for it to just be an editing month, so it's right. like, uh, I'm like scrambling to get anything. I'm like, I'll go, I'll go anywhere. Let me know. <laughs> yeah. You know, but shit happens weird do you like how do you get a gig do you have a booker or do you just call people up or they call you like how does that how does that work all of the above you know i mean yeah you know there's managers and agents kind of involved and they'll help out but like you know to make the most money i need to not let my agent know about it so i can get the 100 percent right not 85 because i'm giving her 15 or whatever you know and so you just find places you want to go like if i want to go to denver I reach out to some comedians I know in Denver. It's like, hey, you're not coming to Denver for these weeks. Mm-hmm. What you know? What's available? How much money can I make? You know, blah blah blah. And they'll kind of put you in touch with those people. Then you got to send a video and like some other stuff. Right. Like, sometimes people will have heard of me. Like I do uh, DL Hughley's radio show every week. So oh, cool. Yeah. So they'll hear Look that. Look at you. And like some people in Arkansas reached out and they were like, hey, we'd love to have you. Come oh, down. nice. And so I was like, yeah. And that's not far away. No, it's uh, four hours. Yeah. And I just drove down. Sweet. Jumped in, did the show. Um, I took an edible. I had food poisoning. Uh, it was a pretty miserable experience, but. Oh, that's not a good combination. Yeah. Because the then you're paranoid and you're wondering what's going on here. Yeah. That was one of the ones where I was like not hanging out afterwards. I did the show. Got my money, took the picture, went home. I went back to the hotel. Like, yeah, and that's another thing that I'm like just now doing is like getting into hotels. Like usually I would just be like, just drive back, you know, yeah. drive back tonight. Yeah, Who cares? like 
Nah, Save some money. No. Spend the money. Get a hotel. Get a good night's sleep. It's safer that way. It's so much safer. Yeah. It's, it's 60 bucks. And it's healthier. It's healthier, yeah. too. Your body really... It's, it's underrated or underknown about how much sleep we actually need and, like, how well we function on consistent good sleep. Oh, yeah. I used to think, like, oh, you just pop an Adderall, you know, and then you're good. You're good to go. Yeah, I've never fucked with them. See, I've... I want to, but I know, I know they're I probably, great. yeah, I know they're, they're great. great. I'm going to, I can't, I, I know I'll just be, yeah. It's uncontrolled. I mean, it, I, I, I'll, ta- I'll, I'll like them a little too much, I think. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I run into that a little bit, but I also, so they make you super focused. Yeah. But you could be focused on the wrong thing when they hit. Mm-hmm. So like I do Vivance, which is kind of like Adderall, but not. It's longer release. Okay. And so I'll pop one and then I'll go take a crap. But I'm, I'll be looking at my phone mm-hmm. and then it'll hit. And whatever I'm looking at on my phone, I now need to know everything about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'll be, like, I'll be like on the toilet for like four hours and it's like. Legs falling asleep. Yeah, it's like, oh, dude, it's because I. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't get what I needed. Really? That. Yeah. That's not. It's cool. not good. That's not cool. But then, like, you'll just be so in the zone, you'll forget to eat, you know? like, Yeah. It's it's a weird thing. But you're in the zone, you know? Um, I used to do it. It used to be great for driving. That's what I hear. But it's, you know, the risks outweigh the, the reward. reward for sure. Especially mm-hmm. when you get a little older, like, because then it becomes that much harder to fall asleep. And uh, it'll like carry over into like the next two days where you're like, oh, yeah, I, I tell you, I yeah, I'm having real, I'm having a whole lot of issues myself, but that's on a whole other topic. Yeah. But yeah, sleep's a motherfucker. It really, dude. I, I wish I can go back in time and just tell myself like, no, dude, take a nap right now. Like, don't go to that girl's house. Take a nap. <laughs> don't go do whatever crazy shit you're like. Uh, take a nap. Just always take a nap. Like, yeah. Beat off and take a nap. Dude, there's nothing better. Yeah. There's that way you don't have to. No trouble. Yeah. No no real mess. Yeah. I've been doing that in hotels instead of like bringing people back. And so I've taken it. Is this bad? Is what bad? Okay, so here's what I do. When I beat off into like a hotel towel, Uh I'll throw it on the floor. Yeah. But I will put a $5 bill under it. (laughs) Because I know, like I know that's tainted and they have to touch it. But then, like, there's yeah, that's fire. bad. Is that bad? That's bad. Okay. Come on, man. These maids don't want to pick up your soaked rag. It. Not for they want the five dollars, but does does anybody want it that bad? That's why I don't put it on top. Like if I put it on top, it would be like, come on, touch it, touch it. But if it's under it, I'm like, hey, they can see it under, or no, did they already grabbed it, and then they're like, oh, and then there's five dollars. Like if it was under that book right there, it's like. Here's a reward for having done something shitty. I mean, uh, yeah, I, it's it's a little sociopathic, but oh, damn. <laughs> I thought I was well, I'm some- certainly not judging you. I mean, I've got trust me, I'm certainly not judging you. I've got my own shit that. Uh, yeah, well, I'm never going back to these towns, so I don't ever get yeah. feedback. No, on at it. least at least you're giving them some money. I like to tip uh, everyone and they're professionals. Yeah. They understand what it is. They're they gonna catch going the on. corner of it. They yeah, know, they're not gonna like. I'm all right with it. 
I'm not gonna rub their face on it or anything crazy. I mean, hey, might. But I, tipping is huge now. Like I used to not be a tipper. I used to be one of those like get a better job if you want more money kind of guys. But now even like, even though you used to be a server. This is before that. Uh, of course. I've always said everybody in their life needs to be a server. Yeah. At least just for like a, a summer. Serving helped, but then what really helped was getting a bad haircut. Dude. Like. Dude, you're so right. I went to a. It's so hard to find a barber. It is. It I is. was out of town, and I didn't have a barber in that town. Oh. And I walked into a uh, like a Great Clips or something. Oh, and for like a black dude, that's a risky proposition. For a white dude, it's a risky pop. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's it risky is. no matter who you are. Okay. I'm not. I'm not taking my kids there. Yeah. So I walk in and I was like, "Hey, who can cut black hair?" Uh huh. And they're like, "Oh, we can all cut hair." <laughs> that's not what I said. That's when you walk. All right, you yeah. guys. None of you understand what black hair is. I'm out of here. I was like, "Who can cut black hair seriously?" <laughs> and yeah. this girl was like, "I have a black boyfriend." I was like, "Does he let you cut his hair?" <laughs> I was just like, "Well, I, I said black hair, and I just I didn't yeah. ask if you could take a black cock." And she was like. <laughs> Sometimes, like, if you can't, like, get in. I was like, all right. And she, like, she did such a terrible job. Yeah. I was like, you need to value these people more. <laughs> so, like, I value barbers more. Yeah. And now that I have, like, production stuff, I value graphic designers more. Yeah. I value anyone who art. Works, yeah. You anyone, value art. Yeah. You know, a like, barber, uh, I've always, if I get a good barber, which I'm looking for now, I've been on the hunt. Mine moved. Both of mine moved. I had an awesome one. He moved. I found another awesome one. It's just, yeah, it's it's so hard to find a good one. And, and a good one, when they get done, you're like, holy shit, you're an artist. Yeah. You are a legit artist. Like, you, you made me as look as good as I can possibly look. Yeah. And mine's like a time thing. Like, like I was in Cincinnati. This dude, like, lined me up, and it was like. 10 minutes and I was like, right i know too quick yeah it's too quick yeah i like it when they My take barber yeah takes like five different razors six different minutes. razors and they're yeah, yeah. I, that's what i love too a good 30 35 minute 40 minute it's like i'm not going anywhere yep. like i'm high as fuck I got nothing to do and today. i just want you to yep just just make me look good man please like just work some magic Yep. yeah so i started tipping them hotel staff like People just treat you better when you treat them well, you know? Yeah. Enterprise um, screwed me a few weeks ago. Um, the Enterprise by my house closes at 12, but I didn't know that. And their website lets you make a reservation at 12. <laughs> so I made a reservation at 12, so I'm like, that's when I'll wake up. Yeah. Roll on <clears> 12.02, doors locked. And I'm like, Hey. They were there too, of course. You could see them, right? Six of them. Yeah, I know who they are because <laughs> I go there all the. I'm I'm there every week, and they know you, and they know me. And I'm like, you're a good customer. You know what this is. I do all the shit online, so you don't have to do anything but pull it up, scan oh, the geez. card. They don't work on tips. They don't work on tips or commission. So yep. So they don't care. They're like, that's the yeah. Hey. And so. I emailed, I have one of the manager's emails. I was like, hey, like, this is what I'm going through. Like, how do we fix this? Like, yeah, let's make this good for everyone. Right. Like, I'm not, I'm not yelling at you. I'm not coming at you crazy. I just want to know, like, have you run into this before? What's the solution? And she's mm -hmm. like, honestly, your best bet is to go to the airport. Damn. I'm like, all right. And I wasn't super happy with it because you can't drive there. That's what I was saying. Yeah. You leave your car. Right. 
but the airport's kind of a better situation in some ways because there's no $150 hold. There's like a 20% deposit. Mm-hmm. So instead of paying 200 bucks for a car and getting 150 back, I paid 70 bucks and got 20 back, yeah. which was cool. But um, I went through all that. And then the next time I went to my enterprise, she was like, hey, thanks for not being a dick. Um, we went ahead and upgraded you. So I was supposed to get a Nissan Versa, which, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they're like, we gave you a Cadillac three, or Chrysler 300. Oh, like, sweet. Those are dope. I said, I'll take it. I like those so much. Oh, man. I'll take it. <laughs> That's, see, I don't ever want to, I don't ever need to make it big. Just yeah. big enough to own a Chrysler 300. It's That's my nice goal in car. life. It's a nice Come on. car. Am I, is that asking too much? What's yeah. the what's the sticker on a 300? What's yeah, there it? we go. Pull that yeah. shit up, Brendan. <laughs> I got myself a young Jamie now, Chrysler 300. Like the dope one, like the one that's like all G'd out. Yeah, yeah. It's got the good engine. It's good interior. Yo, I mean 3600 or 36,000. 36,000? That's not bad. No, that's not bad. That's what I'm saying. I'm not asking for a car that's gonna last you for ten years and look beautiful. Thirty thousand. Oh, that's probably just the base model. Yeah, but if you look over on the right. Forty six. Yeah. Oh wait, no, that's the CTS. My bad. If you look at, uh, I go back, go back. Oh, did you see that thing? See where it says the S model? That's what you want. That's the thirty six. Thirty six. Thirty six thou. The S model. Yeah, that's what you want. Get them pictures up top. To look at that black one. Oh my gosh. That looks like a, and Cat Williams was joking about how it looks like a Rolls Royce. It, it does, does look like a Rolls Royce. Like a Rolls Royce. Yeah. Um, Man. The grill I had. Was look at the rims on there. See, it just needs a better grill. The grill is what keeps it from being a Rolls Royce, though. I'm just saying that there. I mean, I'd customize. I'd, I'd throw a little more you one of those customization in it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Actually, this is silly. So you're a gamer. I used to play, I can't remember what game it was, but there was one you could Maybe Midnight Club or Midnight Dub. It was Midnight Club. Yeah, and you can create your own. You yeah. can create your own everything. They they had a Chrysler 300 on there and have made it gold, gold rims, gold windows, gold like gold handlebar, uh, the handles, gold trim, gold. It was sick. And ever since then, yeah, there it is. Wow. What year was that? That was old school. Two thousand. That's PS2 era. Yeah, that was that was a long time. I think I. Yeah, that was Pete. Yeah. PS2. Here's what I like about old video games. You want to get more of this? Um, old video go. games, you didn't have to have that internet connection. So, like, yeah. you could just take it from hotel to hotel to hotel. Oh, yeah. We used to do that playing soccer. Now they're like, you need a firmware update. It's like, fuck. Yeah. I want a hotel Wi Fi. Like, yeah. I just figured out how to hack hotel Wi Fi to get my Xbox on it. And, like, oh, sweet. Yeah. Because usually they don't let you do that okay but i figured out the way that so what you do if you have a phone let's clip this we're going to put this on youtube as a tutorial on how to hack yeah no this is important (laughs) the people need to know so what you do is you get your phone okay your phone to the hotel wi-fi okay that's going to give your phone what's called a mac address or your phone has a mac address every phone has a mac address you hook your your phone up to the wi-fi then you disconnect your phone from the wi-fi you go into your Xbox and you manually configure it. Okay. So instead of using the Xbox's MAC address, you use your phone's. The hotel Wi-Fi is like, oh, I already know that device. Right. So they just let it go. Wow. 
and they it's full broad streaming so it's like we were doing the fallout beta which is like a multiplayer game oh it is and it was like it was good like there's no clipping oh wow no slowdown there's nothing because it thought it was a phone yeah and they're like well phone can't so it can access every you know there it is everybody that's sick yeah so Fallout's a multiplayer game now. Fallout huh? seventy six is the new one. Is it's a multiplayer? Is that? Yeah. Fallout seventy six is multiplayer. Yeah. Huh. Okay. It's I uh, that that's different. You know, I've I've played the Fallout series. And it was just a single player RPG. So yeah. how? Yeah. It's, uh, is it cool? Like, it's is that completely different, or is it still kind of similar? Totally different. Yeah. So like, there's like some immersion going on. Sorry. There's like, because in West Virginia, so it looks beautiful and everything's cool, but there's no computer characters. Everybody in the game is a real person. Okay. So. And you're interacting with them or you're just passing them by? It's a big <coughs> world, so you're not really seeing them. Okay. But when you do see them, it kind of takes you out of the game. Okay. Because, you know, you're doing this like, you're trying to find out what happened to this settlement. Like, why is everyone dead? You know, you're trying to figure it out. You're solving a mystery. And then some guy with like a cop uniform comes on. He's like uh, got like a clown hat or something. Right. It's like, oh, okay, that that takes me take out of me out of it. Yeah. But it's a it's an interesting experiment. I don't know if I love it. Okay. Um, I've played it. I've got probably six hours under my belt. Oh, that's probably not a whole lot for yeah. that for a game like that. That's just getting your toes wet. Yeah, I've seen like a corner of the world, and so yeah. I like it, but I miss talking to people. Yeah. I really miss talking to people. I miss, like, the morality of it. Like, are you going to be a good guy? Are you gonna or, be a bad yeah, guy? Like, yeah. That doesn't exist because <clears throat> there's no consequences to any individual actions. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of not really a Fallout game, but it is. They're just using the name. It's kind of like a uh, – yeah. They're using the name <coughs> and the setting a little bit. Right. But it's not. Yeah. It's not Fallout 3 or 4 or whatever. It's this new thing. Sure. It's cool. I mean, I you know, I'll have a few friends to play with. Yeah. When it comes out, but I don't know. I mean, it's cool to do in a hotel though. Like, yeah, to kill some time and just yeah, do something for sure. Do. Yeah. I bet it gets boring. I mean, there's probably not a better, at least safer or more if you're trying to stay professional. Yeah, there's probably a, a pretty that's probably a pretty good saving grace you know right mm-hmm. that's what that's why i started doing it was like okay this is a good way to not screw myself later. right you know do you um, self-sabotage or anything like that is that like oh a, yeah big one of those yeah but it's it's like a lot of uh like stupid money decisions money's and hard like, yeah and like i'll just go somewhere and i'll be like oh i'm really into bourbon hey so i'm like What's the bourbon here? What's the whiskey here? What do you have? Okay, it's a hundred dollars a bottle. Mm-hmm. All right, give me two in case I like it. <laughs> like just crazy shit like that, and then like you look back and it's like, I should have just got like some shit that I know. Yeah. Some makers, forty-four dollars. Yeah. Go back to the hotel, you know, just chill. But like, I try not to go to clubs anymore. Like, mm-hmm. a, a way to make money on the road, a lot of guys will do. So they'll do like the stand up show mm-hmm. and then afterwards they'll do like an appearance at a club. Okay. And like so what like kind of club? Like a nightclub, like just like a, I'm trying to think of a Kansas City equivalent. Um, so we did it in Oklahoma City, we did it in a few other places, but like um, 
do you know where no it's not open anymore this place on grand we used to do it um but it's just like a like an appearance sure like an old tech will have like an appearance somewhere okay we would do something like that and it's like oh he's in the building blah 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 and they'll give you like a grand and you just damn you go in you hang out for a little bit and you promote the shows for the weekend oh sweet it's like a dope situation but then it's like you're in a nightclub and now everyone thinks you're somebody and so oh yeah you have a contingent of dudes who are now going to try you you have a contingent of girls who are going to try to get with you that would ordinarily not and then you have like people who just want to like clout chase and be around that and so you have to know how to navigate like when you see someone you have to within five seconds figure out their intentions and it's it's like easier to just not put yourself in that situation right you know what i mean like my big thing is but if they're offering you a grand you're showing up right i'll show up yeah i'll show up for sure but i'm not i'm not like interacting they're they always hate that they feel they don't get their money's worth or whatever right i'm not first of all i'm not famous so why are you doing this yeah but then like i'm not like popping bottles i'm not at the bar you know they I've, they expect you if they're giving you a thousand bucks. Hey, some of that's coming back in when that, you're popping bottles and sure, shit. Yeah, for sure. And and you're like, nope, suck. Boom, put it in your pocket. There was hang a point, out, dip out. Yeah, there was a point in my life where it was like, yo, you give me a grand, I'll give you back fifteen hundred, twelve hundred. And then I I you know slowly grew up and I was like, okay, you can't you can't do that anymore. Right, you have to slow it down. Yeah, like. So now my routine is pretty set. Like, I get into town, I have a meal, I go to the hotel, mm-hmm. I clean up, I change, I go to the venue, go to the venue, do the show. If, I, if I've been tendering, I'll have the girl meet me at the show or, or the hotel. Comper actually. tickets? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, hey, just get her. Will they go a, by themselves? Yeah, they dude, always. They always go by themselves. Um, sometimes they'll bring, like, a married couple with them. Sure. But nothing like that, you know. Yeah. It's always very clear what it is. But so I'll have that and I go back to the hotel. And then if I'm there for a while, I wake up, Starbucks or Dunkin', chain for lunch, like a chain restaurant for lunch. Yeah. Because you can't, I've learned you can't fuck around with like local cuisines as much as you want to. Oh, yeah. Because what will happen is your body is not used to that. Okay. And you'll start getting sick more. Okay. Charlie Murphy taught me this. Uh, rest in oh, peace. shit. The good friend. Good friend. Oh, man. My people people make fun of me all the time for loving Charlie Mur- Murphy as much as I do. Charlie Murphy was one of the realest dudes I've ever met in my life in every aspect. Yeah. The only thing, or one of the greatest things he ever taught me was like, find three restaurants you love. And that's everywhere. You know? Five th- find three chains that you love. Yeah. So, like, he was at the Sprint Center. And on his rider uh, was Popeye's Chicken. Okay. He was at the, wherever the blues play in St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, Popeye's Chicken. But like with DL, DL is like top cuisine everywhere. Like everywhere he goes is like really nice elevated food. Right. Which is expensive. Yeah. So if you don't have the budget to go top of the line, you have to go fast food everywhere. Because Popeye's in Kansas City, Missouri Tastes like Popeyes in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Popeyes in Oklahoma City tastes like Popeyes in Kentucky. Right. Tastes like Popeyes. You know Popeyes I mean? is the shit. And if you get sick from Popeyes, 
you have the recourse to sue Popeyes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you get sick at Mama Whatever's right. shithole in, you know, Tupelo, Mississippi, <laughs> is that what made me sick? Or was it the, the boudin balls in New Orleans that made right. me sick? Or was it the whatever in Pensacola? Like, you have to have, like... Okay, so that's sort of weird d- discipline. What so are your What are your three places? I'll go Popeyes, you know, kind of as a tribute. Um, Wendy's is always good, and then um, if I can find a Waffle House, if you're in the South, Waffle House. Right. If you're North, uh, IHOP. IHOP, yeah. I tried to fuck. Literally last night, I went to Denny's. Ugh. For the first time in forever. Grand Slam. We both, me and my buddy Jeremy, we both got our food. As she sits the food down, a roach crawls out of the out of the wall. The one down there off uh, Main Street, Main and Bartle Hall, that one? No, this is uh, Armor Road and <coughs> oh, okay. 35 okay. up north. Yep. Cockroach. I was like, we have to leave. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm like one of those guys. You're supposed like, to expect a, a cockroach at a place like that. You should, but I'm like, if I see it, I have to, I have to go. Oh, yeah? I have to go. I'm very particular about that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's like IHOP, um, IHOP Waffle House. Wendy's and uh, Popeyes and I'll dip out and dabble into some other stuff but like right those are the three main you're gonna see me at one of those places if I'm in your town um, <laughs> I'll go to Target for an hour to hang around like hey, that's underrated yeah that's that is a good way to kill some time is just dicking t- around at Target Target Best Buy yeah you just walk around yep I, um, I'm new <clears throat> into vinyl okay so I'll go to a record store and just kind of dig around for a little bit I don't do vinyl like that. Like, my friends are like, yeah, you got to get in the crates. And, like, I'll see the shit I like, and then I'll go on eBay and buy it. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, because then I can. You're killing record stores that way. I know. I know. But, like. You're killing the thing you love to do. You I keep know. doing that. You're not going to be able to do that anymore. Then what? I know. So, okay, here's, here's the problem. Do you dick around on your phone in the hotel all day looking at uh, these fake record <laughs> ones? You better flip them a couple, you know, I've, bucks here and there. I've bought some records from record stores. And then I got home from, like, you know, Kentucky or yeah. whatever. And they're warped or whatever. And it's like did that happened because they were in the car for 10 hours. Oh, yeah. Or that happened because, you know. <clears throat> so I'd rather just mail the shit. And I, I know that's kind of killing business, but like, yeah, well, I just don't want to like, have on behalf like of all record store owners, <laughs> <laughs> you got one. What? Do you have a record store? Do I? Yeah. No, no. Oh, I thought you were saying, you. I was like, oh, oh no, no. I'm, I'm just speaking on okay. for like, their behalf. They would want me to. Town, I'll go like <laughs> the problem is like in town is like vintage stock and it's like, yeah. Or uh seventh heaven. Yeah. It's like, I already have all the queen albums. <clears> I already have. The mainstream stuff. I want something weird. I don't own a single record. Really? Don't even have a record player. You can change that for two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. You can have a record and a solid. You can have a record player and a solid collection. For two hundred bucks? Yeah. You got two hundred bucks I can borrow? I don't have two hundred <laughs> bucks. I can borrow. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> No, I, uh, yeah, my identity just got stolen. I gotta get that back. Yeah, I dealt with uh, something similar uh, about. Two months ago, what I got a, f- a phone call that said $1,000 was taken out of my account. Nope. Out of the ATM. Two different ATMs locally. And they didn't have my card. I was like, how do they do? They go, we don't know. We don't know. But we were just want to know if this was you. It's like, it freaked me out. I was like, I have no idea how this happened. I mean, one was in like Lee Summit. And then the other one was in Overland Park. 
like in the same day, 500 bucks at each one. And I just, they made it right. But like you, you have to talk to these people for an hour and a half, mm-hmm. try to get things wrapped up and wait on. Yeah, it was, a, it was a pain in the, yeah. It's awful. And then it's, uh, you feel vulnerable, you know, it's like, oh yeah, shit's going to happen. It's like, dude, do I trust this bank? My biggest bank of America. Oh yeah. Letting this shit go through. And it's like, I found out that like people are doing like Walmart scams and like if you run a card for $39 at Walmart, uh-huh. it doesn't, there's no way it will get flagged for fraud. Anything under $39 will never get flagged for fraud. Okay. But when you hit that $40, then they're checking pin numbers, IDs, really? and stuff like that. But like anything under 39 you can just swipe it and swipe it, swipe it. And like the Walmart employees are in on that. So if you steal okay. a card and you go to Walmart and you're like, I want to buy an Xbox, you're like, all right, we, we're just going to do 10 transactions of $39.99. Oh, dirty. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's always there's always a way. There's always criminals out there. There's always There's criminals. always. What are you going to do? Yeah. Exploiting. Isn't genius in a way. Like how they I like exploit it. Exploit the system. I like it. It keeps things interesting. Yeah. I mean, I like that I we. Like I mean, happens to me. No, nobody does either. But I like that there's criminals out there. Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be, and it's just, it's interesting to see that. I mean, when you were a kid, you played cops and robbers. That's true. You know, there's always that game. You go way back to the West. It was, that's when it was people robbing trains and outrunning the law. Like, it's just them people. There's just, and it's just interesting to see the different generations or the different time periods, what these criminals do, like what they did back then. And now they're doing, they've got these card reading devices and it's all like this digital internet spying and stealing and hacking and it's yeah. just completely different than these guys that were on horseback jumping a train holding people up on there and then jumping back off it's like just a weird it's got but it's the same thing yeah and now it's nerds though like now it's like you have to be a nerd to hack a whatever you know yeah you just have to be kind of about it if you were going to rob someone face to face yep but now that you can do it from china or from you know wherever yep you can just faceless, yep, weak, whatever. Don't matter. You just got to be smart. My thing is like smart if you piece do of any shit. dirt. I'm okay with it if you can back it up. Sure. Like if you steal five hundred dollars from me and I can't beat your ass. Oh yeah, take it from take it from me. Yeah, you. Well, can keep no, it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Next thing you know, we're gonna have a big dude just. You said it's cool if we yeah. beat you up, we I can take it. Yeah. Shit. Here, I'll just give it to you. Yeah, it there is. you go. <laughs> it's, you know what it sucks the worst is I got my wallet stolen. Oh. Like, buying a wallet is such an endeavor. Yeah. I'm very particular about how my wallet yep. is. Yep. Like, it fits in your pocket you know it, you have that it's like an extension of you mm-hmm. you have that feeling everywhere you go it's comfortable and then you got to find something and you're used to opening it up every single time you know where everything it is it opens easy it's not hard it fo- yeah. yeah yeah it's like finding a good barber you got to find a good wallet and hold Wallet's on to that thing very intimate it is i've had people buy me wallets as like a gift and it's like oh i appreciate that but like I what don't. are you thinking yeah you don't, don't it's all you know who buys you wallets yeah women yep my mom bought me one. My grandma bought me one. Yep. Yep. They don't understand. Like, you know why? Because they go through purses left and right. Yeah. They're Whatever. What's interchangeable. Look? Yeah. I want this to look good with my dress on Friday, and this is to go when I'm every day looking around. Us, we're holding on to that thing like it's dear life. 
It's the only one. Don't yeah, don't take it. And I just got a new wallet. And I loved it. Yeah. Perfect. Three folds. Yeah. Which is what I like. You know, three folds opens up and then I got, you know, the card thing and it, oh, it was perfect. Yeah. I'm so mad. Uh I've been thinking about switching wallets. It's hard to do. I've had this one for a long time. But they've got that new uh they just got like new designs for like your front pocket. But I don't ever keep do you do you keep it in your back pocket all the time? Back right pocket. Do you drive yeah. with it back there? That's bad for your back. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I almost never wear my uh There's a lot going on over here. There is a lot going on. Uh I almost never have it. I have it when I'm walking around, but anytime I sit, that comes out. Oh, Nothing dude. in my pockets. My keys, my phone, everything comes out if I go out to eat and it's just right next to me. Yeah, I can't have I got a tux made a while back. And it only had a left pocket on the top. Oh. And I, I was like, it's probably the same, dude. Felt so different. Right. It felt so different. I don't wear that tux unless it's specific, the gig specifically calls for it. Yeah. And they never call for it. So. You own your own tux. I have a lot of tuxes, man. Wow. I have probably six tuxes. Wow. And then probably 14 suits. Damn. So yeah. you like to get dressed up when you're doing your your yeah, shows? Yeah, I think it makes it feel more like an event for people. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy gives a shit. Yeah. If I show up to a gig and I'm wearing a t-shirt and jeans like this, you can't show up looking like this. If I if I'm on stage and I look like this, yeah, know that I I don't care about that gig. Yeah. I just found out about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's tuxes and dress shirts generally. Okay. Know, or or suits, you know, three piece suits, two piece suits, like. Jeans on stage are kind of a no. Um, that's kind of uh is that fair to say that's more of like a black guy thing to kind of dress up like that? Yeah. I mean, White dudes don't give a shit. They're just, like I said, you could wear that. That would, that would be what, yeah. I'd be a slob up there like, I hope I can make you laugh looking like this. Right. Well, so like in the black community, it, it started off as like, this is the event okay. for the week. We're going to go out. We're going to get dressed up and this is yeah. going to be our thing. Yeah. And so it's kind of a... An, because they're already dressed up on Sunday anyways, right? Right. So it's like an honor for that. Like, <laughs> If you guys are going to dress up to come see this, I need to dress up Yeah. to be seen. You right. You know what I mean? Like, I, you, I get it. There's a, a theory in comedy that you need to look two notches better than the audience at all times. I can see that. So when I do crowds for shows for white guys, it's, it's jeans and t-shirts, you know? And so I can just get away with like... That's what you wear? That's two notches up from white guys is jeans and a t-shirt? No, no, no. Like, if you look at what they're wearing. So, uh-huh. if they're wearing jeans and a t-shirt, uh-huh. I can get away with slacks. Sport jacket or like something? Just or a jacket, yeah. Yeah. But if I'm going somewhere and everyone's wearing a suit, <clears throat> then I got to wear a suit. Okay. Or I got to wear a three-piece. Or I got to wear a tux. Or I got to, you know what I mean? Like, I got to, like... Yeah. I have to... You have to look better than the audience. Okay. Like, that's such an underrated thing. And a lot of guys will just... Louis C.K. it, put on a black shirt and some jeans. And oh, yeah. Oh, I look good. It's like, but you look like them. Right. And like, you're trying to say, as a comedian, like, my thoughts are better than yours. Right, look I, at me, pay attention to me. My better than yours. Right. I am better than you on some level. Yeah. But you look like them. So, it's not congruent. But if I'm telling you I'm better, and I look better, then I must be better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
you wouldn't watch a basketball game if they were wearing street clothes. <laughs> you wouldn't watch that shit. It Shirts would, and skins? Yeah. No, <laughs> it would be untenable. You'd be like, I can't focus on this. Yeah. This is too unorganized. So they have a uniform. Okay. Every job you. has a uniform. I get that, yeah. You go to Walmart. Yeah. You know who works there. Mm-hmm. You go to Target. You know who works there. Yep. When you go to a comedy show, you should know who works there. Okay. And that's sort of the, I get it. the thought process behind it. I like it. That's said, I like doing shows with white people more because it's, it's, it's chill. Yeah. Well, Dude. also, you grew up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know you guys. You know us. I know you guys. White black people. How dare you? How da- dare you categorize me? <laughs> How dare you? I'm just kidding. Black guys, it's hard, man. That's true. No, we're like, I knew she would get on. I knew it. What did she say? <laughs> get get on the mic. Get get on yeah. the mic. She's hidden. Yeah, she's hidden. She's throwing barbs. Yeah. Uh, like I, I got to ask you, what was uh, Charlie Murphy's three p- favorite joints? All I knew was Popeyes. Really? Yeah. I love Popeyes. What would, do you know? You what? guys have talked about Popeyes like eight times. <laughs> Dude, Popeyes is worth talking this about eight times. Sh- should we not talk about Popeyes? I'm sorry. I mean, I'm curious this. about <laughs> I do hate. people who like Popeyes. I, I mean, there's people that like churches better. Who are these people? They're wrong. In the Okay, every every time yeah. somebody says Popeyes, you got to take a drink. I'll I'll remember that for that. my uh, monologue. How did that go? How? Brace for intro monologue. Brace for intro monologue. Oh my god! What Damn, that? I cannot like, uh, sing. Woo! Like Snoop, isn't it? That's her. No, but it sounds like uh, Lottie Dottie. No, we um, likes to party. We ain't tr- we ain't causing trouble. We ain't bother nobody. We're just some brothers who on the mic, and we rock up on the mic and rock the mic. One, two, right. three, into the four. All my dogs living. What song is that? Darius at the door, ready to make an entrance. Yeah. So back on up, because you know I'm about to rip shit up. Give you a, give me a mic before. It kind of sounds like that a little bit. Compton and Long Beach together. Now you know you in trouble. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Two loked out G's going crazy. Unfadeable, so please don't try to fade this. Back to. <laughs> Sorry, I was really Nothing but a G thing. That's what it is. <laughs> no, but Charlie I, loved Popeyes, man. Like. Yeah. He loved Popeyes. We can't take. We. Uh, she's right. We got to stop talking to Popeyes. We can stop talking about Popeyes, but Charlie <sighs> was a good dude. Like yeah. He was, I. He. He seemed like it, man. He seemed like a legit, awesome dude. Yeah. Like, and brave to buy, like, because he started at a young age, or at no. a late age. Yeah, I'm saying that's some. He started doing the stand up at a late age yeah. and just was doing big venues, like just jumping right into it. Rogan had a really good point about it. Like, Charlie Murphy's the f- maybe the first dude who started comedy as a man. Yeah. Like, when Charlie started doing comedy, he was in his 40s. He had kids, he was married, he had a career. Yeah. Like, and then he started. And he started at the highest level. Yeah. He starts her- headlining Carolines and shit like that. And he just had to, like, figure it out. And he was in the shadow of one of the best comedians to ever do it. <laughs> Got brother. that right. His brother, Eddie Murphy, baby. And, dude, he he was, like, so regular a dude. But, like, you still knew he, who he was. Like, yeah. He would, like, if you walk into his green room, mm-hmm. he's passing you the blunt. Nice. Like, 
it doesn't matter if he knows you. Like, he's just a good-ass dude. Nice. He really took care of me a lot of times. That's awesome, just, man. How lucky for you. How, how yeah. did you come upon that relationship? So I knew his opener, and I was on Twitter, and I was like, hey, you guys, I was living in Oklahoma City. So you guys going to be in Dallas. Can I get tickets to the show? Oprah's like, just come through. I came through, and Charlie was like, hey, man, you coming back tomorrow? I was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, tomorrow we're putting you on stage. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we just rocked from then. Dope. But, like, he was, here's how cool a dude he was. And I've hung out with famous people before. Get a little closer on that mic, sorry. My bad, my bad. You're good. Uh, my favorite thing about Charlie is we would hang out, and then the next morning he would text me, thanks for hanging out. Wow. Thanks for hanging out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, nobody else does that. This day and age, no way. Nobody does that. Wow. And he would he would personalize like thanks for the weed, thanks for the you know dope like like he appreciated because he came up in the in in the back scenes where people weren't doing that for him and every right. every now and then if it did happen he knew how good it felt so he was just throwing around those love bombs all over the place. What a good that's awesome, man. Yeah. I love hearing that about him because I really dude. liked him a lot. He was such a good dude. Like yeah, he would do that's awesome. Small shit like. Uh, you know, he uh, a comedy week is Thursday through Sunday. Uh, right. So he would come on Thursday and he would buy two hundred dollars worth of weed. Friday, hundred dollars. Saturday, hundred. He, he smoked weed all the time. But I'm not mad at that. Sunday, he would be like, "Yo, uh, you good?" Oh yeah. And he would just give you whatever he had left. Whatever he had left, because he's going to California. Where yeah. It's legal, or he was going to. And he don't want to travel Jersey, with it. And you don't want to. Don't want to risk that. Travel with it. Right. And so he would just give you just just gifts, you know, and you're like, oh, thanks, man. I would have kept a little bag of that. Yeah. And not smoked it. Just my little, this is my weed that Charlie Murphy gave me. Yeah. Just keep it as like a little gift as, or as a little prize or something. You know what I mean? A little trophy. Oh, for sure. For sure. Of course, then I would have smoked it as soon as I ran out. Yeah. If I would have known, <laughs> if I would have known what was going to happen, I would have. Oh, yeah. Of course. And we kind of had hints but we didn't know right so, like we saw him we saw him in kansas city in november mm-hmm. and then i saw him in st louis in february and in february he was looking a little rougher mm-hmm. a little worse and he had mentioned he'd stopped drinking alcohol which was something he kind of he wasn't a big drinker but like he liked to have a drink after and before shows okay uh, Jack Daniels Honey, typically. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he would, uh, he stopped drinking and he stopped eating meat. Oh, wow, really? But he still had the Popeyes. Like, it would still come. He just wouldn't eat it. <laughs> he, he just wanted to like, smell it. Well, he became a vegan towards the end. Wow. And, like, we were, the last conversation we had, he was telling me, like, yeah, I've been drinking a lot of these naked juices because it's, you know, it's easier than making a smoothie. Yeah. And I was like, hey, let me see one of them bottles. And he showed me the bottle. I'm like, all right, point to me where this says that it's a healthy product. Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean? Is like, it full of sugar? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, show me where it's healthy. Uh-huh. I was like, no, it's got like all these fruits. I'm like, right. But the part of the fruit that's healthy is the fiber. Yep. And this doesn't have the fiber. But it's got all the sugar. Yeah. And I, I happen to have a Mountain Dew with me. Oh, like, wow. Like Mountain Dew has less sugar really than a, a, a naked juice. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, your body doesn't know the difference. Your body just yeah. reacts to sugar, yeah. no matter what form it is. I'm like, so you, I mean, it, it sucks to juice, but you got to juice. Like, if you, if that's what you're going for. Right. It's like, man, thank you. Yeah. And then, like, he texted me a few days later. He's like, thank you for that naked juice tip. Nice. And I was like, man, that's tight. And then uh, a year later, he was gone. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then we saw, so his manager, this dude named Rich, we saw him in New York the first time I went. It was right before he passed. Yeah. And Charlie lived in Jersey. So we're like, hey, is he going to come through this week? And they're like, oh, he's uh, he's 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 filming power right now. He's, he's busy. He's mm-hmm. super busy. And it's like, that could be true. But, right. you know, looking back, it's like he might have just been. Yeah, BS. Yeah. You need to get going? No. No, okay, no, no. I don't want to take up all your time. I don't even. How long we've been going here? Hour and a half is all. Hour forty, something That's like it. that. Yeah. Make sure you plug We can do like six more hours. It's not a big deal. We can just I got nowhere to go. Yeah. We can just. Uh oh, she's got band oh, practice. Shit. You're not on my oh. Um. I like how she's like, we're not on my schedule. I do have band practice, <laughs> so. So wrap it up, B. Yeah, she's like. Finish up, but you know, take your time. Right. Take your time. Take your time, but finish up. It's like when you're used to surf, right? Yeah, oh yeah. You know when you're about to, like, you got cut, but then that one. Oh yeah. Then you're like, I'll take that one table. And oh, not me. I was pawning that thing off. Oh, dude, I would take the one table, and then I'd be like, "Hey guys, you know, we're closing down soon." They're like, "Oh, we're gonna be super quick." And then it's appetizers, appetizers, meal, dessert. They're on a first date, probably. Yeah. They're falling in love. They're, They're talking one on one. Yep. It's like, dude. That's why I pawned them off. Yeah, no. If I'm getting cut and someone's coming in, who wants this thing? Yeah. Who wants the five bucks? I want to go home. Every time it was a bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever made a tip on that table. That, that was that made worth it. That made me go. Yep. Glad I stayed around for that. The only thing I ever did, so when I worked at Red Robin... We never sold a bottle of wine to anyone. Mm-hmm. It was on the menu. Like, you could sell a bottle of wine. Right. Who the fuck wants a bottle of wine with a burger? Oh, at Red Robin, yeah. Yeah, so it became this, like, running joke of, like, who's going to do it? And I was like, I'll do it. And this couple already have two glasses out of it. And there's only, like, four glasses of bottle of wine anyway. Right. And I was like, hey, guys, you know, this looks like a really romantic occasion. Um. Why not finish off the bottle and take it home with you? Yeah. And they were like, oh, that'd be great. Yeah. I was like, Kenny, get the bottle. (laughs) Get the bottle. Nice. And so that was like my one accomplishment at Red Robin is I sold. They'd been open for like nine years before I sold the Mm -hmm. first bottle of wine. Wow. Yeah. I should uh, put your name up on the board or something. Should be in the Hall of Fame. Some kind of plaque at least. Nowhere. Liberty plaque, Red Robin. It's because I quit in such bad terms. Yeah, I've I've always gone out pretty, and not always. I'm trying to think of the times I've got fired. I got fired once. I worked at a finish line at a mall in Shreveport in the hood. Oh, shit. I loved it. Oh, shit. Oh, I loved it, man. Stay busy. Stay busy, and w- the day the Jordans come out, woo! I mean, the hood comes out for the Jordans, man. 
and then that's when you make a lot of money there. You start selling them. Oh, you don't want to have the shoe. You don't want to have the same Jordans look the same as everyone else. So you start. How about these new laces? You know, get these different Ooh. colored laces. You got to make sure they're clean so you get that that spray on stuff. To yep. Yeah, and it would just be. I mean, people. Uh, the Jordan release day is just on a whole not in the Still hood, is. anyways. I don't know how it's like at like Overland Park or something, but well, now it's those, all online though. Oh like yeah, the, the sneakers. Oh, yeah, malls are done, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I used to go when I first started doing comedy. I walk around a mall. My brain's still in the '90s sometimes, and I still do. There's some malls. There's like every once in a while, you'll find a good mall. And what I mean by a good mall is a mall that has shit you don't know about. So yeah, like Cedar Falls, Iowa has a mall, and that mall has nothing but. A hoo hot, you know who hot is? Uh-uh. It's a Mongolian barbecue. Oh yeah, yeah, hoo hot. Yeah, oh, okay. I've seen those. I've never had one. They've got <clears throat> some other restaurant, some clothing store I'd never heard of, and then a bunch of art from local people in the town. Oh, that's kind of cool. Just a bunch of weird ass art. Good so art, like, dude. So it's like a combination of like hotel style art, where uh-huh. it's like just a house. Yeah, and then like, like just two kids playing, and then like just a demon head <laughs> and it's like all in the same place i was just gonna say and then you had the artist like the kid that was wearing trench coats in high school yeah, and that's his like little that, section yeah his little contribution <laughs> right and put it all together and that mall has that and they have an organ store organ store the most bizarre thing what's ever. an organ store like an organ like, like a, church organ yeah piano organ yeah but they they're only open for two hours on Monday <laughs> and for one hour on Tuesday and then by appointment. And I'm like, that has to be a mob front, like a storefront in a mall is not a cheap proposition. No. And they no, I mean, couldn't be. I mean, in Cedar Falls, Iowa, maybe it is now because malls are dying. Yeah. But like an Oregon store is so specific. That seems like it'd be a catalog only product. Like, yeah, they have a showroom of organs. That's only open two, three hours a week. Maybe they're a specialty and they're like the only place in the Midwest you can get like a dope organ. And people will say, hey, we will be there. Yeah. They're not name brand organs, though. They're not. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they're. They might be dope. We we were not there on a day. When they were open. And they were not responding to phone calls. Like maybe in the organ community. That's like that's like Mecca. That's like the new shit. Maybe Mm -hmm. like maybe that's the spot. Like every what you don't know about the Cedar Falls organ place. Oh, shit. Emporium. Yeah. We would go and like I've been there twice and it's you just look and it's like how. How is this sustainable? But then you look at like the margin and it's like. I guess an organ's like seven thousand dollars, you know, so. You sell one a month. You make a decent amount of money. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. Huh, I don't know. You don't need much money to live in Cedar Falls, Iowa. I imagine. You sure don't. Yeah. You sure don't. Then Cedar again, maybe it is a mob front, or a front, or a, a it's cartel some, front, or it's something. Some you know, sort of. Because think about how much drugs you could put in an organ. Yeah. You know what I mean. I like the way you're thinking. All that empty space on the top. Oh, a lot of cocaine up in yeah. that bitch. Hell yeah. No, me and my buddy were, like, really thinking it out. And, like, the weight is so significant of an organ. You know, it's, like, 400 pounds. Whoa. 300 pounds, maybe, you know. I'm thinking way more than that. It could be more than that. Let's see. How, like, let's Google up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going we're gonna to take advantage of, of this guy here. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, Lowry Organs. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Critchett's Lowry Organs. Yeah. Cedar Falls, Iowa. Type a, how much does a Hammond B3 organ weigh? How much does a Hammond B3 organ weigh? Yeah. Well, you know your shit about some organs. Yeah, I mean, I have a degree in jazz. So. $4,500. $9,000 for that other one. 425 Ten? pounds. 425 pounds. Yeah. So think about how much, you know, you could put some drugs in there and hide that and offset the weight. And you're still only up to like 435. <sighs> I mean. And plus an organ's an item that goes on a shipping manifest. You're not putting that through UPS. That's not going through the mail. They're definitely doing drugs through this thing. They're seems like uh, running drugs through this thing. It seems like there'd be an easier way than shipping. I mean, how much how much drugs could you actually fit in that organ? You I can't get imagine. hundred pounds into that guy, and uh, no, that's an A three. That's not going to be the right model. Um, uh, the second picture, yeah, 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 that's what you're. So, nineteen fifty seven Hammond. Yeah. Um. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Five thousand dollars. Um. Go back to plus nine hundred dollars for shipping. So those pedal boards down there. Uh huh. You know, you can put a little bit back there. I, yeah. I that mean, base can be hollowed <coughs> out. Um, that pedal base can be hollowed out. You can do that. Um. You've uh, really, you've really thought this thing through. I have an organ at my house. Okay. And so I know how much empty space is in it. Uh, keep going. Keep going. Um. All that you could drill out. And put, you know. Sure. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. False bottom or something. Well, because you have to, all that has to be removable anyway, because it's uh, vacuum tubes. Oh, yeah. And vacuum tubes burn out. Dude, the bench alone is literally a hollow bench. Yeah. This can be done. Well, I mean, that's. This can be done. That's an interesting, I mean theory that whole back you pull all that out take the circuitry out and just yeah that it seems like a lot of work it's less than you'd think oh there it is oh yeah. well all right i guess you could yeah i guess you could stuff that bad boy full of whatever you're uh smuggling you know you take that bottom paneled out that that gray thing dude that's so much room yeah that's so much room and nice. you're just offsetting that weight jazz huh you got how'd you get into jazz from uh was it did you say Norman, Oklahoma? Norman, Oklahoma. Uh jazz started when did I get interested in that? I got interested in the New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. I was in New Orleans and we the music kids were nicer to me. Because they're always kind of nerdy and probably yeah. used to getting picked on. Yeah. Yeah. And so I did that. I went to college for jazz. Oh yeah, and then you sing at all or play like I played trumpet. Okay, um, and then I just one day I was like, "Hey, this, no." <laughs> yeah, I started doing stand up. And then How'd you get into stand up? Um, I'd always wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. I just never knew how. And yeah, and in college, I was in a frat, and one of my brothers was like, "Hey, you know, you can just sign up and you can go up." Mm-hmm. I was like, "What?" They're like, "Yeah." I thought you used to have to be an actor. And then do stand-up. Oh, yeah? Like, I thought you had to be in movies, and then they would let you do stand-up. Really? Like, I didn't know that you could just do it. Just do an open mic or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's what I did. You just fell in love with it, huh? Yeah. Nice. Love is, it's close to love. Yeah? It's like love-hate, you know? Really? Yeah. When it's dry, it's like really dry. It's like, dude, what am I going to do? Yeah. But when it's good, it's like, dude, this is all I ever want to do for the rest of my life, you know? Like, I would... I've talked about it before. I would get a van and just live in that van and tour the country. Like, I don't... I don't need to have like a stationary home yeah thing you know i just like seeing the country and meeting crazy people <laughs> like there are people in every city that are convinced that that city is it's the, the dopest city. city in the fucking country right i met a dude in hutchinson kansas who you couldn't tell him that Hutchinson wasn't the coolest place to be. It's where his family and friends are. That's where everything he's ever known is. Yeah. And it's like, dude, if you go 90 minutes in any direction, your life will change. Yeah. Like, your life will change. It's another mentality. It's a completely different mentality, that small town thinking. Uh, so, like I said, I was hunting recently, and it was in the middle of nowhere. Like nowhere nowhere um and i every now and then i could get a little bit of reception and i was just like i want to see if there's tinder up here yeah and just see what kind of chicks are on tinder in bfe and sure enough there's a couple on there mm -hmm. and i started swipe i just swiped right on all of them just to see what kind of hits i would get i got a hit on a chick that's not too far from here and <laughs> This chick is, I haven't met up with her or anything, but she is a legit freak. Of course. And, you know, she's from this t small town and, you know, she she has all these things she wants to do, but she can't because everybody knows each other. Everything that goes on. Yeah. Small See, here's the problem with small towns. My buddy Vince taught me this. There's a hot chick in every small town. Yeah. Every small town has at least one hot chick. Right. And <coughs> everybody in that town has lived a significant portion of their life wanting to fuck that chick. <laughs> right. And so you come into town one night and you get to fuck that chick. Fuck you. You've made so many enemies. <laughs> he was like, you always go for like the third hottest chick in the town. The one that everyone's had? No, everyone's had the second hottest chick. <laughs> third hottest chick gets neglected. Yeah. So you go for the third hottest chick. And, and treat her like she's the hottest. Yeah. You go for the hottest chick, you're you're asking for problems. I like problems. Dude. Are they worth it? Is the hottest chick worth the problems that come with it? No. See, so I'm like, as a black dude in some of these towns, yeah. I know that anything can get pinned on me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. shit can just go wrong. And so it's like, nah, I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. But I can. I mean, I've done it. But you have to be cool. You can't do it the way you would normally do it. Like, just end the bar. Hey, come back to the hotel. Like, blah, blah, blah. You just got to be like, hey, text me. You know, be my friend on Facebook or whatever. And right. You got to, like, pursue it from that angle. Okay. you can't have people, like, looking at you doing it. Okay. It's, it's like a whole thing. Sure. It's a whole thing. It's a whole game and with a game within a game. It's a game within a game within a game. Yeah. And that's why I brought the Xbox because that's just a game. Right. You know what I mean? I yeah. I just do that. Or uh, I've got Spider-Man on the PlayStation. I heard that's the dopest game out right now. Dude, that thing is so much fucking uh, That's what I've heard. I've heard it's that's the game. Spider-Man on PlayStation. Like, shout out to those guys. Like, 
It's an Activision or something. I think it is. Yeah. And, like, it's got the different suits. And you can just... Dude, it's so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. Nice. You feel like Spider-Man. Like <laughs> flying through New York. And I've been to New York a few times now, so I'm like, oh, I know that. I know that place. Oh, it's legit? It's, it's, it's right up? It's, it's pretty close. Oh, sweet. It's pretty close. That's cool. Yeah. Obviously. I've always wanted a racing game modeled after Kansas City. Just because, you know, that's what I drive the most. And it'd be perfect for it because all, it's all highways. There's kind of a game like that. It's called The Crew. I've heard of that one, yeah. For PlayStation. They do? It goes through KC? Yeah, it goes through yeah, the whole country. It goes through, yeah, it goes through every city. Really? Yeah, you go through the whole country. The Crew? It's, on, it's, it's new? It's not new. It's oh, not okay. super new. I mean, I've heard of The Crew, but I mean, is there like a new, is like the, a new version, like The Crew 4 or whatever, you know? Crew 2. Crew 2. But I mean, what I mean is it new generation? Is what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, I remember the. Okay. Well, see, the crew is just cars. It's like Crew Two had bikes and boats okay. and planes. Oh, dope. But you just go coast to coast. Check this out. He's pulling up the map. L. A. Yeah, see, that's that off-road trail. Is kind off-road of road trails, Midwest. Chicago. Dakota grassland. Black Hills. That's where I lived. That's a good place to drive. Black Hills in real life, the Black Hills is a dope place to drive. It's just lots of lots of of course hills, but they're like pretty aggressive and they're tight hairpin turns mm-hmm. up and down. It's gnarly and there's deer everywhere, giant deer and all kinds of stuff, man. See, the thing about the Dakotas, Oh yeah, yeah. They need entertainment. I love them. I can't hear you. They need entertainment in the Dakota areas. So oh yeah. Like it's all those oil field guys that just need to be entertained. Yeah. They go out there and they fucking love you. Yeah. And but they got money, too. They got money to burn. The only problem is there's no chicks. Yeah, man camps. Yeah, you go out there and it's like. It's North Dakota, right? Yeah. You meet like one woman and she's got like stories. It's like and she's a rough woman, too. Yeah. Right. She's got like my beard. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess if I was here for like. 90 more days that might start to be more appealing right right better than the alternative but barely yeah right on yeah you can drive right through kansas city in that game that's dope i have i'm gonna have to check that out i'm pretty sure or at least like something similar enough you know yeah like they're not gonna make a grand theft auto kansas city no of course not i was just thinking like a racing game would be pretty dope yeah yeah. Well, like uh, the concept of that game is just you drive from one end of the country to the other. These so. Are all the, oh, okay. These are all the things you can drive through. Oh, sweet. Oh, that's that's like I thirty five right there. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. That's the thirty five right. Yeah. From yep. The, yep. That's dope. Cool. I'm have to check that game out. And then was ten? Uh, was that ten or whatever they call it? Huh. Oh, that's awesome, man! I gotta have to check this game out. Cape Girardeau or something like that. Uh, so what's next for your comedy stuff? So just editing the specials. Um, I got the two. I got the one. My first album, Thirty for Thirty for Thirty, which was uh, thirty minutes of my thirtieth birthday for my thirty best friends. You've done that. That's out. That's out. How can people find that? That's on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Google Play. Don't get it on Google Play. They pay me the least. Um, oh, you get paid for like how much do you get paid per down, like how much how much is it to buy on iTunes? To buy an iTunes is ten bucks. Ten get, bucks for an album. I get six. And you, that. wow, that's is that good? That seems good. It's not bad. That seems good. It's not bad. Yeah. If you buy it on my website, brandoncomedy.com, you get a physical copy. I get all that money. 
Yeah. So big fan of that. But if you go to my uh on our uh Brendan, if you if you hit the his camera. Yeah. I've got your uh, Instagram name up top there. Brandon Comedy, right? That's me. Okay, so guys, if you're looking at this, uh top left corner of Brandon here is his Instagram handle. Yeah, the website is on the Instagram. Yeah. You get everything from there. Heck yeah. And then the new stuff will come out. My birthday is November 29th. Oh. And part of me 31. Thinks, yeah, I should put something out. 31 for 31. Yeah, well, I did the two. Oh, there's your 30 for 30. Oh, dope. Look at yeah. you. There Look at that does. suit. What was that? Some yak? No, that was, uh, I think it was just bourbon. If you go to the next picture, that one right there. Uh, yeah, that's the new cover. Nice. So we did two covers, the first one over there and then the second one. That's the new one. I like it. Big fan of that cover. Um, big fan of everything. You know, I did. <laughs> big narcissist. I mean, you got to pimp yourself. And if you believe in yourself, <laughs> that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? Oh, man. That's what I could become. If I keep evolving, I could be that dude. Who is that dude? I have no idea. Lamont Price. I like him. Shout out to him. Shout out Lamont Price. That's me and DL. Uh, right there. Look at that handsome fella. <laughs> <laughs> that's me again. Uh, that's weird. Yeah, that's me. Right. All right. So <laughs> people just need to check out. Brandon Comedy. What's your BrandonPatrick.com? BrandonComedy.com. BrandonComedy.com. Patrick.com is owned by a realtor. Of course it is. Nashville. BrandonComedy.com. Find all of his, uh, find his last one, all his good stuff. And then that's where we're going to be able to find your new stuff when it comes out. Hopefully we'll find it on Netflix. When when are you going to find out about that? As soon as it's done, um, I'll probably head into those meetings. When are you going to be done? Um... If we can get the special edited to where I like it by December, uh huh, then we won't do the reshoot. Okay. But if we do the reshoot, then that's going to be December, and then we need to do to re-edit the whole thing. So right. It'll be out. If it's done by December, it'll be out in February. Okay. If it's not then not done by March. December. So the problem with that is we're doing another part of the show. We're doing like a, a pilot for a reality show I got. Okay. We have to shoot that in the spring when it's not cold. Okay. So if we do the reshoot date, then we have to reshoot the pilot, and that's going to be in the spring. So that probably won't come out till the summer. Nice. But then I have another album I recorded on that same night. That's a directional mic. You got to oh, keep shit, it. Oh, My bad. Totally different uh, material on that. So if the thing that doesn't come out in December, we'll put it out. Cool. At some point in the spring. Yeah. I just like to have content out because it gets people excited. That's how you get gigs and stuff. Yeah, people know about you. This album went number two on iTunes. Wow. So, yeah. Dope, man. It was very helpful. Man. Um, that's awesome, man. I thank you for coming on, man. This has been awesome. Oh, it's not a problem. You're like, a, like five blocks from my house. Really? Uh, kind of. I live over by Maplewoods. Okay. So Dope. it's just a shot up. Yeah. Nice. Well, shit, man. We'll have to do this again. Anytime. Uh, anytime. I don't want to take up uh, your manager's time. Some people have band practice. I'm not going to say <laughs> right? who has band practice. Someone has band pa- practice. Some so people have band practice, and we're it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. So We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to wrap this bad boy up. Hopefully, uh, you guys will check out Brandon Patrick here, Brandon Comedy. Please check him out. 
this was awesome. I I, I appreciate you coming on, dude. This dude, was cool anytime, to meet you. Yeah. Tons of stories. Yeah, uh, yeah I want to get into more stories yeah. for sure. Um, but I, I thank you again for being here. And if there's anything you want to plug or say, I'm gonna let you have the mic, and then I'll we can get on out of here. Uh, basically just Instagram Brandon Comedy, Facebook Brandon Comedy, Twitter Brandon Comedy, website Brandon Comedy. I keep it super simple. Yeah. If you ever want to know like what dates are coming up, I usually post like a graphic at the beginning of the month. Neander talks.